0: And the two inspection cars are now in the middle of the road. The Colas Belown course is closed. And uh, they will be going out. The milkree sponsored cars. Uh, just to check everything is locked down, shut down, ready for racing. And three races on the schedule for this afternoon, as we detailed earlier. We'll start to give you uh, the grid for the first of those, which is the uh, Senior 500cc. It's seven laps in poll, number three, Dominic Herbertson. In the middle of the front row is number 36, Jamie Coward. And then number one, Alan Oversby. Course cars are now departing from here at the start line at uh, race headquarters, race control. Second row, 44, Rob Hodgson. 56, Adam McLean. And number four, Mike Hose. Then the third row is number 40, Barry Davidson. Number 100, Heaven Owen. And number 11, Stephen Elliott. The fourth row is number 55, Michael Russell. Number 35, John Lee Pemberton. And number 42, Alan Hornby. Fifth row, number 61, Leon Murphy. 91, Richard Bairstow and number six, Mark Parrott. And there are further uh, three, four rows being used. Uh, Just the back one is uh, number 96 uh, on his own there. Let's uh, just have a look at the changes to the programme. And we are referring to, let's just get the right page open. Pages 44 and 45 ...in the programme. And again, if you want a programme as a souvenir, please do. The £5 cost is very valuable to the 700 100 Club in organising their race meetings. So there are some changes to that. Uh, the non-starters are number 10, 19, 41, 47, 54, 58... 74, 78, 80, 84, 85, 86, 92 and 110. Let's give you those quickly again if you didn't get them down in time. 10, 19, 41, 47, 54, 58, 74, 78, 80, 84, 85, 86, 92 and 110. So that is the scene set. Senior Classic, last time it was held, three years ago, 2019. The winner was Jamie Coward. Second was Dominic Herbertson and Dean Stimpson was in third place. Notable this that... uh, The great Bob Heath won this race for six straight years from 1992 until 1999. Of the names we've mentioned, well, Jamie Coward has uh, managed uh, two other victories aside from 2019. He did it in 2016 and 2015. Alan Oversby won for the last time in this class back in 2014, but also he won in 2012, And then he had a hat-trick from 2008 to 2010. Before that, a hat-trick from uh, Chris Palmer, 2005, 6 and 7. Dominic Herbertson has won this race, the pole sitter. That was in 2018 when he finished ahead of Alan Oversby and Maiko. So uh, that front row... uh, I think we're in for an absolute treat once again, with Dominic Herbertson, as I say, on the pole, Jamie Coward, number 36, in the middle of the front row, and then number one, Alan Oversby. Conditions, well, still grey, but the main thing is, it has, apart from the odd little skiff of rain, where we've just had a few drops fall at one stage in the morning, as, of course, inspection car... First of them goes past me, the second one just coming over the crest of School Hill as I look uh, towards Castletown and the car just pulling in because uh, the inspection will include uh, officers from race control, just checking that everything was in order. So I think we're in for an absolute treat as if we haven't already been spoilt Uh, This morning with some fantastic racing. Definitely a few more people down to watch the afternoon racing, braving uh, pretty chilly conditions, it has to be said. And if anything, the uh, wind just a little bit stiffer than it was earlier on this morning. The flags on the grandstand on the other side of the road from me are just uh, fluttering a little bit more in a more lively fashion than earlier in the day. Well, let's uh, see uh, if there are any movements of machines towards getting this race underway and say a very good afternoon down at the clubhouse to Chris Kinley.
1: Yes, good afternoon, Tim. Good afternoon to Rob as well. Number 16 and number 100. Jeffrey Buellen, 16 and 100. And Owen have both dropped into their position. Sure, Heffern very, very pleased with the win on the little 125 a bit earlier on, but something a little bit bigger this time on, of course, that uh, lovely machine, the Sealy G50 that he's on. 63 just rolls past us, Ian Thompson, from Rich Hill on the Honda 4500. This, of course, is the Greystone LLC 500cc senior classic race. The yellow plates are the black numbers. The next race on the card is the post-classic Superbikes. I'm looking forward to that one as well. So I've been looking forward to all the races through here. 91, Richard Bairstow goes through on the 500 pattern. Lovely machine. Alan Oversby's here, just rolling past us. Number 65 also. That's Loris course, winning the 250 racer a, a little bit earlier on. Barry Davison also rolls past as well on his number 40 machine. 75, Neil Lloyd from Wynn. Wednesbury, they are close enough, cb 504 4 on him, 61 is next Leon Murphy, 36 Jamie Coward, number 6 Mark Parrott heads out, gives us a nod, had a quick chat with Mark last night at the TT Grandstand. stand quite happy with his work last night, 96 is next past us, Terrace Sansom, 24, 44 Rob Hudson, 56 Adam McLean on the 500 this time, 42 also a little bit quieter past Andy Hornby, the newcomer for next them. And there's Dominic Kurberson, reminder of that lap record. We saw a lap record go in the previous race to Jamie Cowan. The lap record for this one is 94.9.595 miles an hour, an hour. One more machine coming up, I think it's number 35. It looks like it for me. It is John Lee Pemberton. John Lee on the Manx Norton. Super Victor kit together by Andy and the team Easy he rolls into his grid position which is row number nine or is it eight or seven? seventy bit about row seven or six he will be John Lee to be fair past all the spectators taking their pictures and photographs that they like hope you all enjoyed your lunch well refreshed and well watered as we say so we'll get down to the front of the grid and give you that in a second Mark Parrott is on row number five, John Lee, his teammate just ahead of him on row four, he's alongside 42, Andy Hornby, the newcomer. And you just listen to that, just move by the side of the recovery vehicle and the noise is just gone, and you get to the other side and it's back again. So Over's beat on the number one machine, the Ireland Honda. So remember, before the start of the last race, Dominic Irvison and Jamie Coward both had a little look over to see where he was, but he is there this time. Rob Hodson is also in there too at 44. Adam McLean, not seen Adam come, I think he's maybe a little bit further back isn't he? So we'll need to keep a little eye on that I think. Where Adam McLean slots in. They don't half look nice these machines, all nice and clean. Ready to roll, I think we're being told we are ready. they clunking them into gear, we're just missed a couple of people on grid spot number five and six, let's hopefully they're not, they're all looking down anxiously at the anxiously at the temperature gauge and away we go with the afternoon's racing here at the Colaspal out circuit, 3.36 and 1 head out Number 56 Adam just doing a bit of a a practice start, well he did that right in the last race because he got an absolute fly and it was all elbows and everything as he went past us on the opening lap, but the first race of your afternoon, race eight in your programme, page number 44 the Greystone LLC 500 CC Senior Classic Race let's go to Cross Four Ways and Rob.
2: Yeah, thanks, Chris. can just uh, hear them in the distance as they uh, make their way round on the uh, first section of the course, obviously going to be navigating their way through uh, Balabeg, then up to uh, Balawetston before shortly afterwards uh, coming into view of that uh, crest of the hill, which we can see so uh, clearly as we have done all weekend here. Plenty of uh, spectators back here at uh, Cross Four Ways as well, which is uh, always good to see them in good numbers out throughout the morning as well as uh, this afternoon as well. And it'll uh, be good to see uh, number one Alan Overs in there after he was uh, a non-starter in the 350. Of course, that could have really thrown a, another cat amongst the uh, proverbial pigeons. Uh, during that race but we'll uh, be waiting to see what he can do maybe from that uh, starting row the noise is building once again just looking into the distance waiting to see that uh, distinctive yellow vest of the uh, traveling marshal leading the line the green flags are out as we await the arrival of the uh, 500 cc's we can uh Hear them now, volume building again and again and again as they uh, will shortly be making their way down towards us. And yep, I can just see the travelling marshal heading through uh, Williams Corner here, just pulling a bit ahead and through Maggie's Cottage as well. And there's number uh, 36, Jamie Coward on the Craven Mag Scone for Stewart. Number one, Alan Oversby on the uh, Island Honda there. The two pulled ahead. We've got Heaven Owen, Rob Hodson, and Alan H- Andy Hornby there as well. So numbers. Uh, Coming through, here's 11, 61, 35, 91, 55, and then behind that, number 6, Mark Parrott, number 16 there. That's uh, Jeffrey Vermeulen, one of the newcomers, on the Nourish Weslake, and number 65 through as well. Safety, that's Loris Hunt on the 500 Suzuki, another making their way through here, Another uh, 4, by Hose is in the midst. all of that. There is number 3, Dominic Herbertson, at the back of that little group at the back, number 96, he's there as well, no problem at all. That's uh, Terence Sansom on the 500, uh, Honda for the Paul and Dawn the Travers as the uh, traveling marshals at the back of the pack also make their way through there. So uh, Dominic Herbertson just uh, going a little bit further back in the in the order as the pack made its way through, as was uh, number four, Mike Hose, as well. He wasn't too far ahead in the uh, traveling gaggle of machines that made their way through as well. So, uh, yeah, Jamie Coward and uh, Alan Oversby just giving themselves a little bit of space ahead of the rest of the pack to make sure that they get all that all that heat and all through all the systems as well. Make sure they're uh, primed and ready from the start line because this could be an entertainment one. Back to you, Tim. Yep, I
0: think it is going to be highly entertaining once again here at the coles Balloon course. Travelling Marshall makes his way through. And the riders on their machines. It's something evocative about seeing those yellow plates with the uh, black numbers on. Reminding you of uh, senior TTs of the past. Just look so Historic that yellow plate. So I can see Dominic Herbertson is going to be making his uh, way through from the back to take that pole position. We don't have number two, Paul Cassidy, he's an additional non starter, as is number 49, Anthony Ambler. And it does see if we can see, 56 Adam McLean, not sure, yes I think he is uh, there, we'll double check as they go through, but uh, the stewards are making their way uh, back, number 24, uh, just there having a, a chat with some of the officials, Scott Wilson on the uh, Drixton Honda, the Comfort Rider, quite a long talk, Uh, I think he's needing to be rolled back, yes he's just come a little bit too far forward, he came uh, to the sixth row, in fact he should be the first bike on the seventh row, he was actually uh, alongside uh, number 61, Liam Murphy, so that would have been a bit too close for comfort, and the green flag at the black back of the field now has been waved so they're engaged the gear, sign flips round, watch the lights, watch the lights and away we go and that looks a good start by Dominic Herbertson and let's go down to Chris
1: Kidley Yeah I just heard somebody dip a clutch in there very very quickly and it is Dom Herbertson 3 from and 44, 3, 1 and 4, 36 and 44 as they break going into Balakagan start a lap one of seven
0: Tim. Yeah, have got two bikes that unfortunately haven't managed to uh, get away off the grid. Uh, Alan, Andy Hornby uh, is just having his bike uh, wheeled into the uh, grassy area where the uh, Southern 100 uh, flagpole is. And uh, there is another bike, can't quite yet identify what number uh, that is, but it was towards the uh, back of the grid. And that's just been uh, wheeled in here as well. So, problems for a couple of the riders in trying to get away uh, during this race. And uh, it is number 65, I'm told, who it's Loris Hunt, number 65, who hasn't uh, managed to get away. And that bike has also been wheeled now uh, into view. And uh, the uh, riders are going to get across the road before uh, the bikes come back to us because they're not yet at cross four ways and uh, the train from port aaron heading its way now uh, towards castletown on its journey to douglas and uh, the waves from the uh, spectators and uh, everybody else and the passengers and the driver and conductor in the uh, steam train as well well let's head to cross four ways bit of drama here at the start rob pritchard
2: Absolutely Tim, well here they come through Maggie's Cottage, it's uh, Dominic Herbertson, number three leading from number four, Mike Hose and here's Alan Oversby, number one on the inside of Jamie Coward, number 36, they make their way through then 56 and 44, so that's Adam McLean and Rob Hodson followed by number 11, Stephen Elliott, so it was Dominic Herbertson leading through from number four, Mike Hose and then Alan Oversby, number one with the overtake on Jamie Coward up into third, Oversby and fourth, Coward as the rest make their way through Here's number 96 leading the uh, back of the pack here, and that is uh, Terence Sansom on the 500 Honda. So an excellent start as it was for Dominic Herbertson. He's uh, kept that lead through cross four ways here. Lovely overtake from Oversby on Coward going up into third Oversby. In behind, number four, Mike Hose, who's got himself up into second. An excellent start on the second row from him as they all roared their way through uh, Church bends and over to uh, Great Meadow barreling up that way, but a good start for herbertson he's kept that place all of them through back to you tim
0: thank you and first bike appears over school hill interview it is number three dominic herbertson then it's four mike ho 36 and one very close formation for them as are these two 56 and 44 so it's herbertson then Hose, then coward then it's Oversby, McLean. He was there. Rob Hodson, Stephen Elliott, Heaven Owen, Barry Davidson, Mark Parrott and Geoffrey Vermeule are just the latest through in uh, very close uh, proximity to each other. Barry Davidson's in ninth and Scott Wilson is in tenth. The gap then between Dominic Herbertson and Mike Hose. 96 is uh, touring past us there. Terence uh, Sansom. He is a retirement. There's the travelling marshal. So everybody's through. Dominic Herbertson is one and a half seconds ahead of number four, Mike Hose. He in turn is 1.4 seconds ahead of number 36, Jamie Coward. Uh, There's nothing really between Coward and fourth place. Number one, Alan Oversby. Then there's about four and a half seconds back to number 56, Adam McLean. 44, Rob Hodson in sixth. Seventh is number 11, Stephen Elliott. Eighth is number 100, Heaven Owen, as 55 goes past us as well. He is a retirement handout and just uh, touring on the left-hand side of the road as uh, requested and briefed on. So we got got Barry Davidson in ninth 10th is number 24 Scott Wilson that's all we've got time for it's Herbertson one and a half ahead of Hose. let's go out to Rob Pritchard across
2: four ways good timing Dominic Herbertson just coming through as Mike Hose, and then Jamie Coward up into third ahead of uh, number one Alan Oversby here he's kept third as he did so across the uh, start finish line here but Herbertson opening up the gap here's number 56 now Adam McLean ahead of number 44 Rob Hodson so it's almost as you were bar La- from last time across four ways, Bar Coward moving up into third. Novas B, number one, down to fourth. Here's number 100, Evan Owen, leading just about two bike lengths ahead of number 11, Stephen Ellen, number 40, Barry Davidson, closing behind 24, 35, and 61 in close procession. As well here's another trio making their way to left by number 16 Jeffrey Mulan and number six there Mark Parrott he's just moved over to the side maybe a mechanical issue just at that point no, nope, he's just run a bit wide he's back on circuit Here is another three make their way into the mix so Dominic Herbertson just uh stretching that advantage out he was already past us as we handed over back to you Tim.
0: Bang on cue as uh, here comes our race leader and it is number three Herbertson And a bigger lead, two side by side on this occasion. And it's number four, Mike Hose, who's just got himself in front of number 36, Jamie Coward. Great action. Alan Oversby's been through number one, 56 and 44 close together. That's Adam McLean and Rob Hodson. And did I see our producer, Alex Brindley, take a step back when those two machines came down the line? Yes, he did. Two more together, 11 and 40. And Barry Davidson's got ahead of Stephen Elliott. Just hear that noise rumbling into the distance as they pass us here. So Dominic Herbertson stretched his lead out to 5.18 seconds. And there is three hundredths of a second. That is all between Hose and Coward in second and third. Fantastic close quarter action again. Fourth is number one, Alan Oversby. Fifth, number 56, Adam McLean. Sixth, number 44, Rob Hodson. Seventh, number 100, Heaven Owen. Eighth, number 40, Barry Davidson. Ninth, number 11, Stephen Elliott. Tenth, number 35, John Lee Pemberton. Eleventh, number 24, Scott Wilson. Twelfth, number 61, Leon Murphy. Thirteenth, number 16, Jeffrey Vermeulen. Fourteenth, number 91, Richard Bairstow. Let's go to Robert
2: Cross Ways. Yeah, in good time, Tim, as they come over the horizon and uh, barreling through past Maggie's Cottage. Here he is, number three, Dominic Herbertson. That lead looking uh, a fair bit bigger this time around, and uh, coming through second, Jamie Coward, number 36. He's got the gap on number four, Mike Hose, who's now being closed down, just two bike lengths in it between number four, Mike Hose, and number one, Alan Oversby there. So Jamie Coward, number 36, up into second there. Mike Hose, number four, down into third and being chased down. Here's 56 and 44. Adam McLean and Rob Hodson coming through, not too much between them as well so yeah Mike Hose number four down to third place he's being caught at a rate of knots by number one Alan Oversby he'll certainly have an eye on one of those podium places but Dominic Herbertson has uh, stretched that advantage again three more round Maggie's Cottage Here's number one Heaven O number 40 Barry Davidson number 11 Stephen Elliott as well all three through safe and sound number 35 24 and 61 now make their way through in that particular order. So, Herbertson stretching that advantage before he got to cross four ways. Back to you, Tim.
0: Yep, yeah, we're just uh, glimpsing up the road once again, and here he is. Beautifully, immaculately prepared Davies Motorsports machinery, and uh, Jamie Coward's stolen a march on uh, Mike Hose, but Alan Oversby's closing in on Mike Hose as well. seconds the advantage that Herbertson has over Coward then there's a two second gap to Mike Hose and half a second between Hose in third bike number four and number one Alan Oversby in fourth fifth is number 56 and we're just looking at that 96 miles an hour that is a new lap record for Dominic Herbertson he has smashed Alan Obersby's record from 2019, which was 94.595, 96.067 miles per hour. The second lap record we've seen at this meeting today. And Jamie Coward in second, also over the previous lap record. Tremendous stuff again at the Coles course. We got down to Hodson in sixth. Seventh is Heffin Owen, number 100. Eighth is number 40, Barry Davidson. Ninth is number 11, Stephen Elliott. Tenth, number 35, John Lee Pemberton. Eleventh is number 24, Scott Wilson. Twelfth, number 61, Leon Murphy. Thirteenth is number 91, Richard Bairstow. Great action again. Let's head to Cross Four Ways. Rob Pritchard.
2: Yeah, making their way around Maggie's Cottage. Bang on cue. Here he is, number three, uh, Dominic Herbertson. Just a little bit of a wiggle there, but right on the limit here as he safely navigates his way around Corner Cottage. And a uh, few seconds behind, number 36, Jamie Coward, who's opened up the gap. And here's Alan Oversby coming on the inside of Mike Hose. Alan Oversby, number one, up into third. And Mike Hose has just uh, maybe overshot just a little bit, goes a, a little bit wide there, just off into the uh, slip road and just brings it slowly round, so uh, Mike Hose with a bit of an overshoot there here comes number 56, Adam McLean from a 44, Rob Hodson, Hodson closing the gap there as well, so uh, Dominic Herbertson still with that commanding advantage and Jamie Coward number 36 into second, he's opened up a bit of a gap and as Mike Hose and Alan Oversby came through, Oversby on the inside he went through and, Al- and Mike Hose just, uh, maybe just a a tiny little bit of an overshoot he's just come to a a gradual halt just in the slip road beyond us there and here's number 100 heaven over number 40 Barry Davidson Barry Davidson trying to close the gap again back to you Tim
0: yeah it's happening everywhere isn't it and uh, I think a look behind again from uh, number 3 there he is through here's the man in second this will be Jamie Coward and the gap has increased to 729 and there's Alan Oversby on his own now in third, but he's some five seconds back of Jamie Coward in second. So they're just getting stretched out a little bit now. The top three, two bikes again emerge together. Trying to get in the slipstream is number 44 on number 56. So Adam McLean has got ahead, but Rob Hodson was fighting back there. Fourth is uh, 56, Adam McLean. Fifth, number 44, Rob Hodson. That may well have changed that order by the time they get to Balakagan Corner. So, uh, no Mike Hose here. He does seem to be uh, uh, with that overshooter out there at uh, Cross Four Ways. There's number 100. And he's closely followed by number 40. So, uh, it's Kevin Owen in sixth. And it's Barry Davidson in seventh. Eighth is Stephen Elliott. <laughs> Ninth is number 35, John Lee Pemberton. Tenth is number 61, Leon Murphy. Eleventh is number 24, Scott Wilson. Twelfth is number 91, that's Richard Bairstow. As uh, we can't even see the bridge, which is just as well. The smoke might have cleared by the time we come back. Let's go to Cross Four Ways and Rob.
2: Yeah, thanks, Tim. Just looking over at Mike Hoes there. He's just uh, casually wandered back, just chatting with the marshals there. He's left his bike on the side, and uh, here he is, the man on a mission, number three, Dominic Herbertson, really stretching that. A real uh, vast yawning chasm of distance between him and here's another man coming through Maggie's Cottage, number 36, Jamie Coward, looking pretty solid at the moment for that second position, and now number one, Alan Oversby, who does maybe seem to be just starting to uh, reel in Coward a little bit, but uh, not too much, still a significant Gap between them as well, and uh, with uh, Mike Hose dropping out here and retiring here at uh, Cross Four Ways, there is quite the gap now between the top three and the next man to make his way through is number 44, Rob Hodson, all alone on this occasion. Nice and down, smooth, around Corner Cottage here. So, yeah, there we go. The uh, front three starting to pull ahead, and then uh, Rob Hodson back and forth as well, number 44 on that 500 Jeff Bates Honda. And they're all alone going up towards uh, Church Bends and the Great Meadow, not even another rider in sight at the moment. So it just gives you a, a clue as to how big the gap is. There are more emerging, but no time for that. Back to you, Tim.
0: Here's our leader. Number three, Dominic Herbertson. That lap record on lap two, 96.067. There across the line is number 36, Jamie Coward. And that's number one, Alan Oversby. That is your top three. And the gap, 9.92 seconds that Herbertson leads Coward. And then it's around three and a half, four, four and a half uh, seconds back to Alan Oversby. As we look up, this should be it's not Adam McLean. It's uh, 44, Rob Hodson. So uh, McLean is uh, not making it here to the start line because uh, Hodson and McLean were in pretty good, uh, a good uh, battle between themselves. So that's uh, fourth and fifth position. So no Adam McLean. So next it should be number 100, Heaven Owen. But he was in quite a dice uh, with number 40, Barry Davidson. And that is continuing as they're still together. But it's still that order. So up into fifth now is Heaven Owen. And in sixth is number 40, Barry Davidson. But uh, the machine's getting really stretched out now. It's 11 and 35. So Stephen Elliott is in seventh, number 11, And in 8th, number 35, John Lee Pemberton. That is a number 61 through in ninth, Leon Murphy. Let's go out to Rob Pritchard across four ways.
2: Yeah, thanks, Sim. I'm just uh, looking across the road here at Mike O'S, who's just decided to uh, chill out on a bench in front of me, watching things go through as it stands. And uh, right on cue through Maggie's Cottage, here he is, number 3, Dominic Herbertson. There he goes round to... corner cottage and uh, that gap still extending so the front three becoming more spread out let alone the front three to the rest of the group here here's Jamie Coward but right on his tail now is number one Alan Oversby, number 36 Jamie Coward leads through cross four ways here but less than a bike length Between him and number one, Alan Oversby. So Alan Oversby starting to reel in. Jamie Coward for that uh, second and third place battle there. Dominic Herbertson still stretching that advantage further forward. And the gap is, uh, well, you can certainly see it from our range. Here is uh, one rider all alone through uh, Maggie's Cottage. That is number 44, Rob Hodson. Plenty of uh, clean air and fresh tarmac for him to go into here. So as you mentioned, Tim, there just a real indication of how spread out the pack is becoming. But keep an eye on number 36, Jamie Cowden, number one, Alan Oversby. That could be a real entertaining finish for those uh, second and third places as things stand. Back to you, Tim. Yeah, 72,
0: Ian Bainbridge, a retirement is touring in. And uh, there is number three. And a little looker towards us here in the commentary box as he goes uh, out to onto his final lap here of the Colas course. Two together, an overtake manoeuvre on the inside. How on earth did he squeeze through there? Alan Oversby is into second place. And 36, Jamie Coward down into third. There looked to be no room whatsoever there uh, between the uh, road and the pavement, but somehow Oversby managed to squeeze himself through and get ahead of Jamie Coward. Some fantastic action again here in front of the uh, grandstand and people who've come down to watch. And this should be 44. It is indeed. That is uh, Rob Hodson, number 44, on the Jeff Bates... Uh, Honda. It's a bit of a gap this time, but uh, nobody's gone quicker than that lap two. The lap record to Dominic Herbertson of 96.067. The lead is 12.455 seconds. And just to show you how close it is. Herbertson's 4.12.455 ahead of Oversby, with Coward in third, 12.465 back. That's how close they were when they crossed the line. So Hodson in fourth, it's Barry Davidson, number 40, is up to fifth, and it's Heaven Owen down in sixth position. Let's go out to Rob at cross four ways.
2: Yeah, thanks Tim. Here's uh, number seventy-five just uh, making his idea Neil Lloyd on the four- Neil Lloyd on the four nine eight Honda CD five hundred there as the rain starts falling here at cross four ways. That's not gonna deter this man, number three, Dominic Herbertson, he's through and just uh, kneeling down into that corner there and that uh, advantage commanding at this point and uh making his way forward he's uh earned himself a fair bit of breathing room here around maggie's cottage number one alan oversby managed to get a fair few bite lengths between him and number 36 jamie coward in third so alan oversby's been stretching that advantage in the early part of the course there on this uh on this final lap but dominic herbertson way out in front at this point and those uh front three as well really uh, opening up to the rest of the pack behind them we can just hear the whine of another engine coming into uh coming into earshot with it that 500 jeff Bates, honda of number 44 rob hodson we wait to see as they come through williams corner and through maggie's cottage it is indeed there he is number 44 rob hodson all alone once again so plenty of clean air for him to get himself through time to go back to you tim yes and just bang on time here he is another win
0: it's not in 75 that one actually it'll be the next bite through And visibly quicker, nodding the helmet as he crosses the line. A wave and a thumbs up. Dominic Herbertson takes another win here at this uh, Blackford's pre-TT Classic Road Races. Overspeed takes second, and there's Coward in third. That's your top three in the Greystone LLC 500cc Senior Classic Race. A cracker again, Chris Kinley.
1: Yeah, again, it just seemed to me as if he was having a, maybe a little issue somewhere. He was just having a little behind to see who's gone second and he's gone third. Fuel gets turned off on the Yamaha. Alan puts his machine up and do second position. Jamie gets that third position.
3: The
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just saying to Jamie, they've just had some moments in the rain. Apparently it is raining at the far side of the circuit on the Balloon dip. And we'll let Dominic get off the bike in a second. I come and have a quick chat to us. Uh, the post classic superbikes will be going out next. Let's hopefully this rain just disappears on that one. We'll let him take the um, take the gloves off. Is the next rider in? Is that fourth position? Yeah, Rob Hodson, fourth position for the number 44 bike.
3: And Dominic, congratulations Win number 5 I think I make that now Is it round here? Uh, 5, aye So uh, four, uh, 3 out of 4 Is not so bad hear right? about the clutch On the 250 But hey, what a great day eh? New lap record as well 96.067 96. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to hear Jamie nicked it off us on the 350 So it's uh, nice to leave here With a lap record Good start Yeah, no, it was cracking The, you know, the good thing about the Amar, It's got the grunt off the bottom And I've been doing a lot of riding On that with the CRMC lot So there, there's my advantage On that side of things And when the rain started hitting. At the bottom, you know, when you just think, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah. here comes the slip and slime." But no, the great thing about Balown, it's so well maintained that it's got plenty of grip in it until you fall off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the only moment
3: you had, was it? Then just at the end of the, in the slippy stuff. Yeah, just in the slippy stuff. I Around think the it, back from Balabeg onwards, is it? Yeah. So it was just about like turn one, then like, going in Iron Gate. It was just starting yeah. to get rain, more and more rain. And there's a thing in motorcycle racing called mental rain. <laughs> and uh, yeah. when the rain becomes a stream on your visor, you know you're in trouble. But uh, no, bar that, cracking. Conditions. well done cheers mate thanks yeah. Tom Alan Oversby gets to second place Alan
1: hello again all right ah not so bad that was hard you and Jamie having a good tussle again
4: yeah yeah it worked in my favour. it was a bit wet back at circuit I had the tyres for it really but took advantage
1: happy enough yeah
4: yeah yeah up
1: Dom's broke your lap record, though.
4: No, oh, he would do, wouldn't
1: he? He would do, wouldn't he? <laughs> but how bad is the rain out there, Al? You've been here before. You've uh, raced in some bad
4: conditions. It's not too bad yet, is it? It's fairly bad. Uh, Ballabeg, yeah. No, yeah. Ballabeg round there. Oh, it's, it's fairly bad. It's not too bad. It might. If it doesn't rain anymore, it'll dry up
3: fairly okay. quick. All right.
1: Thanks, Al. Well done. Okay, thanks. Thank you very much. Cheers, and let's get third place, Jamie Cowards, already up on the thing. Let's get into uh, yeah. technical tarmac stuff now, Jamie.
5: How was that? Uh, pretty good to be fair, first like four or five laps we were uh, out on the pace to be fair Well, I could see Dom and Dom weren't getting away but then it just started raining and uh, we have running a bit of a different tyre, running a continental tyre and it's a mm-hmm. bit of a harder carcass or whatever and when it gets a bit damp and greasy it were throwing some shapes to be fair so mm-hmm. I had to just roll, button it off and then I had a bit of a gap obviously to Alan and I just see him coming. I thought I can't I can't push on because I'm gonna end up crashing or something and be a disaster a different TT and stuff, you know. So but yeah, we uh, it, I enjoyed myself, it was good fun, you know. I tried trying my best to uh, get to done We were we were there and thereabouts, but we we'll, uh like I said, just the weather just uh, got in the way this time. Well done mate. Thank you too. Thank you, Jamie. Well done to you. So the first three
1: in the oh the five hundreds, the Greystone LLCs. Thank you very much to the guys yeah, from you Greystone. Uh, Guy Wiltshire, thank you, Guy, for presenting the awards. Thank you to LLC once again. Alan Oversby gives Jamie a big shake of the hand. So, ladies and gentlemen, in third place, we've got number 36. And number 36 is Jamie Coward. Hold well on to Jamie. Second place for number one, Alan Oversby. <laughs> And your race winners, fifth win winner around the Blown Circuit, a new lap record for the Senior Classics, ninety-six point zero six seven. Al Dominic Herbertson. Yeah. So well done to the front three in the Greystones LLC Senior Classic. Thanks to Guy and the guys for sponsoring once again. So your first three, once again, will be Jamie Coward, Alan Oversby, and Dominic
0: Herbertson. I yeah. will hand back to you, Tim. Thank you. Yeah, course inspection car has uh, gone through, and uh, the windscreen wipers were on intermittent there. There's a few uh, drops on the uh, window to the right of me in the commentary box as the second course inspection car uh, goes past, and the uh, blades just go into action as it on the windscreen as it uh, went through. But let's uh, just tidy up then. So Dominic Herbertson with his fifth victory at this pre-TT meeting in all now uh, and he's had a good meeting hasn't he three wins 96.067 miles per hour as well as a new record for this class second was number one alan oversby third number 36 jamie coward fourth was number 44 rob hodson fifth number 40 barry davidson Sixth, and he put his quickest lap in on the last lap there at uh, 88.9, 88.947 to be exact. Sixth is number 100, Heaven Owen. Seventh, number 11, Stephen Elliott. Eighth, number 35, John Lee Pemberton. Ninth, number 91, Richard Bairstow. Tenth, number 61, Leon Murphy. Eleventh, number 81, Keith Clark. Twelfth, number 75, Neil Lloyd. 13th, number 24, Scott Wilson. 14th, number 72, Ian Bainbridge. 15th, number 56, Adam McLean. 16th, number four, Mike Hose. They didn't finish, so uh, they're on the uh, board here, the results. 17th, Provisional, of course. Number 16, Geoffrey Vermeulen. Eighth, 18th, number six, Mark Parrott. 19th, number 63, Ian Thompson. And 20th, number 96, Terence San Sum traveling marshal just going past us another uh, the one that stationed here uh, has also just departed to go and uh, inspect conditions let's just hope that that uh, rain just comes uh, uh, goes away for us because uh, we have got uh, the big senior post classic race uh, coming up next and this is uh, uh, the super bikes and seven laps ahead of us so uh, Jamie Coward is on pole, number 36. 118, Andy Saylor is second on the grid. And number 59, Mark Colvin is third. Second row is Paul potchy williams number 38. Then we have number 21, Joe Yardsley. And number 34, Sam Johnson. Well, it's a bit of quiet if you've got your programmes open at pages 46 and 47. I can tell you there are additional entries in this uh, class that aren't in the programme. We've mentioned one of them already. He's on the second row. Number 21, Joe Yeardsley. He's on a 604 Honda. Number 60, Billy Cummins is entered too. Uh, on a 750 Suzuki. And number 91, Richard Bairstow. And Richard Bairstow is on a uh, Peter Booger Racing 500 Patton. There is a change of machine for number 94. 94 is uh, Gordon Clark, and he is on a Suzuki GSXR. So, the non starters that we've been notified of are 14, 37, 73, and 89. So just repeat those uh, starters, race nine over seven laps, the four highest senior post classic race number 14, number 37, number 73 and number 89. Well, let's uh, just quickly pop out to Cross Four Ways and uh, Rob Pritchard. And uh, yeah, we had some fantastic racing once again, but the elastic well and truly got stretched as the more and more we went on in that. And the gaps got bigger and bigger. But uh, Alan Oversby eventually did reel in Jamie Coward and uh, nip in and take that second place. But it was Dominic Herbertson with a, a lap record. And a dominant performance. Ten and a half seconds uh, was his victory margin. Rob?
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Tim. And uh, just seeing him come through cross four ways each time here. Yes, he had uh, plenty of uh, time and space to himself, but he looked really honoured as he was coming through and past corner cottage each and every time and Alan Oversby uh, excellent work from him to uh, get himself back into the mix there it did as you, as you rightly said the elastic was uh, very much uh, getting stretched you could see in just the first couple of laps the distance of that, that uh, front three were managing to uh, pull away from the uh, rest of the pack and then it was it must have been quite a, a solitary ride in the uh, latter stages for number 44 uh, Rob Hodson in uh, fourth place but he uh, kept things going that'll be a good solid ride for him the uh, major update here at Cross Four ways since you were last with me, is that the, uh, is that the Manx radio umbrella has come out after we uh, started to get that little bit of rainfall coming through. It hasn't got any heavier, mind you. Still a few uh, specks of rainfall falling around here, but uh, no one here does seem uh, overly concerned at all. So, uh, and I believe there might be the right time to uh, hand over to you, Chris Kinley. <laughs>
1: thank you rob yeah out there across four ways mark colvin's the first bike in here interesting because these guys can actually run slick tires if they want but i'm pretty sure a lot of them will be running the treads in here i'm pretty sure i'm thinking about reading their eggs that they can run the slicks i'll just keep a little look when they come to the front of the top here the the top guys at the top if they're going to run slicks or not maybe just a treaded tire 118 Andy sailor slots in along the front side of mark colvin mark on the drf machine prepared even by Dale Fordham and the guys number 59, Mark of course a good competitor up at Jerby, gives us a nod Andy Saylor's next to him as well on the 118, technical officials is having a little look round just waiting to see, number 36 but number 38 is next, uh, Paul Pochy Williams yeah, treaded tyres in the back of that. yeah, so I was pretty sure they could they could rinse, run slicks if they wanted uh, yeah, 43 very, very light cut slick on the front of that so yeah 43 <clears throat> excuse me yeah, Gary Porter yeah, might as well be a slick there's not much on that 26 Dennis Booth we can see Dennis of course I'm sure he'll be coming back for the Manx Grand Prix come September September time 21 rolls in Joe Yardsley Joe on the little 600 he's an addition to your programme in there so 2-1 21 Joe Yerdsley. Number four Mike Hose into position as well. Also 34. Sam Johnson, Sam on the Loctite Yamaha. Good to see those colours again, isn't it? 31, just so you can see in the background there as well, Colin Croft, Crofty. 42 also. Uh, Andy Hornby on the 750 Suzuki. I don't think it's an old slab side thing. I, I think it's just a just a normal one. I think we'll check that out when he comes through. We don't see number 36 as of yet, but obviously he's had to do a quick change, maybe he'd be late to the party lap record for this, Jamie Coward 106.251, still a few spits and spots of rain here, nothing to be really concerned about here at the start and finish looking at the bypass, all pretty good and I'm looking to where that weather front's gone, it's kind of shot itself up to the west side of the island now, it's kind of hitting the hills uh, in the distance, it's probably over the mountain, that sort of area, so hopefully not for this evening so the Pick crews of all the other teams who want to go and watch these big post-classic superbikes and making the way through the new area. You have to go if you want to go to Balakagan, So if you're planning on coming here for the Southern Hundred, you can't do what you used to do: walk down the middle of the, the holding area here and go by the end of the gate by the house. You have to go up a bit. You'll be well marshaled there anyway when it comes to comes to July in the middle of July. Got a new scaffolding uh, erected by the guys at Red Scaffolding. We thank them for that at the club. And also on the other side to get over the, over the hedge, over the style. I've built a, a scaffold style. Spelled S-T-I-L-E. Joe Yurtley he's just getting a, a few little words from uh, Chris Palmer, and I'm just going to grab Slick for a minute. Sam Johnson, he gives him a bit of a wave. Wants his mate. Who do you want? Have you got? To, he's just asking if one of the other teams can just come and just wipe his visor a little bit. 79. Mark Herbertson out on the big bike gone back to number 42 Andy Hornby Team Classic, Suzuki on the back of that 66 Pete Cray there as well, he'll go well in this runs out quite good up at Jerby as well number 70 next to him that's Ian Robinson on the VFR 750, they want to get going really need to get going, it's getting a bit hot here is Andy Hornby's machine I think we're not going to be too far away now gate being open they're all saying temperatures are coming up another club will be listening as they always do here at the Southern Hundred a few spits and spots more of rain go let's get the gate open then oh hang on I think we're just hanging on a second more we just don't want them to blow You if any of these overcook I think they're just doing the board See if they can knock it off and maybe get it started again. It's concerned about a bit of damp patches. They need to tell the competitors exactly what the conditions are at the back of the circuit. It's probably damp at the far side of the circuit that they're looking at here. A few worried looks by a few people. Tires were being issued. Tire pressures, tire temperatures will be going down. <clears throat> Palmer, Chris Palmer, just having a quick word with Joe Yursley there, and maybe chris i was just thinking to myself can they run the slick they can't run the slicks on these super bikes, can they if they want can
4: they uh, as far as i know they can uh,
1: nobody's on them are
4: they no no they're all like sort of road treads but uh, to be honest with you even though it's sprinkling with rain the roads actually really really dry but the visors are going to get really wet because obviously you're driving into it the screens and visors they call it mental rain don't yeah, they yeah. but the roads actually really dry I'm just worried about the hold-up because obviously these tyres lose heat really quickly. So I've just told Joe to like, as he, to like side to side and sweep heat back into the tyres on the warm-up lap. But yeah, could do with being getting away really because it's it's not a good scenario.
1: OK, well i have just done a board damp from Balabeg through to... Uh, I didn't see what the back of the board said anyway. Damp from Balabeg. Yeah, it's get... yeah, bikes are getting way too hot. A lot of people are just saying this. But I think we are going to be underway shortly. But again, safety is paramount. The need to give the message to the riders. Damba Balabeg, the Traveller Marshals have been given that information as well. Andy Hornby getting very, very impatient here on the number 42 machine. We have to hurry up. You, see, you can hear more riders behind me saying, come on guys, because these things are not designed to sit for this length of time. They need air getting through them. I know they'll have oil coolers and, and, and you know, radiators on them to keep them cool, but they need that cold air going through them. So I think we are ready to go now. Obviously concerned with that damp patches on the far side of the circuit. Let's hope everybody, Spike and just going to be keeping an eye on this all the way down, so we don't lose any from the start. Now I didn't see. At the start of this, you can keep an eye on it, Rob, when they come to you in a moment or two. Still a few spits and spots of rain uh, dropping here, but nothing to be of major concern. The road is still quite warm, so I don't think we're going to have any changes in that. We did not have number 36. I couldn't see him on the front row there. Rob, over to you across four ways.
2: Yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, still a couple of uh, speckles of rain falling, but uh, I think uh, by and large, the uh, surface still looking uh, largely dry over here. The rain uh, since the uh, end of the last session and going uh, in towards this one has eased ever so slightly, but there are still those uh, speckles Falling on the ground and just looking over past the wall, is a bit of cloud over South barul as well, so there is that uh, low-hanging weather as well. I was told by one of the officials uh, uh, just before actually that uh, there was that uh, delay while they were just checking things with the uh, Met Office to observe the conditions. And as you uh, rightly pointed out, they have to make sure that uh, all these developments are adequately communicated to the uh, to the riders as well. So there is a there is a process to go through that uh, that has to be followed, and it's therefore a very 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 good reason, but uh, like you say, looks like uh, things uh, might be uh, getting underway. They uh, seem to be happy that uh, things are good to go as it stands. Obviously, if, if that does change, I'm sure we'll be the first to provide you with uh, any updates there. It hasn't uh, dampened the spirits of anyone here over at Cross Four Ways either. Everyone is uh, selling about. There's a couple more HUDs up now, I think it's fair to say, and uh, a couple of the uh, media cameras here have got their uh, covers on them. The uh, Manx Radio Broly is firmly Over my head as we uh, wait for them to uh, make their way down through uh, through Ballouette Stone, down into uh, Williams Corn, down through the dip, Maggie's Cottage and eventually over to us here where I'm still uh, stood on the uh, scaffolding as it stands. We uh, can hear just the uh, noise rising a little bit, which uh, can only mean one thing. They are approaching and there we are. We can just see the uh, traveling marshal making his way forward with the uh, group in close proximity just behind here, so there they are through Maggie's Cottage. And first in is uh, numbers uh, 59, 118, 34, 21, 42, and 4, followed by 43, 103, and 38. So everyone in quite close concession as number uh, 79 goes to their Mark Herberson on the 750 Kawasaki. There's 26, 94, 52, 121, and then backing things up here is uh, number 53, and that's uh, Veronica Hankasieva with the travelling marshals in behind there. So they're all keeping quite close formation as they uh, make their way round here on that uh, little uh, sighting lap as they make their way to the grid. But uh, by and large, as I say, the uh, surface as it stands still looking uh, pretty dry and seems to be plenty of uh, temperature in it. Don't seem to be uh, any uh, undue concerns from the marshals here for the time being. But it is something, of course, as we've uh, mentioned a few times, that they will have to uh, keep a close eye on. And no doubt as they're roaring their way through uh, Church Bend's there and uh, through Great Meadow, they'll be watching the conditions There as well. So uh, I guess we'll have to see, but for the moment, everyone's uh, through safe and sound here. Of the ones who've uh, been uh, on the uh, well, you were, Chris Kinley, of course, uh, at the start. So we'll uh, have to wait and see just what it's like as we uh, hopefully enter uh, seven laps of racing here. Time to go back to you, Tim. Thank
0: you very much indeed, Rob Pritchard, as the travelling marshal just uh, comes past and over the crest of School Hill Rise. And I can see a rain flag is being uh, displayed by the marshal up at the top there of School Hill. So the travelling marshal makes his way through. I can confirm there is no number 36, Jamie Coward. And a bit of concern from the officials because the... uh, Spots of rain just have uh, got a little bit heavier and uh, coats have gone on and uh, brollies have uh, gone up as well uh, here at the start and finish so there's a few anxious looks to the skies ahead of this but the road itself does seem to be uh, still dry so hopefully uh, this uh, little skiff of rain will move away and uh, we will get uh, this one in action and uh, See, Andy Clark uh, just having a word with uh, a few of the guys as well. And uh, probably just trying to get the riders' opinion. they number 118, Andy Saylor, and uh, number 59, Mark Colvin, was who the officials were uh, talking to. And he's just going through now to have a word with number 38. That's Paul Potchy williams And then there's some uh, people further back who are just saying... Uh, we either go or we don't and uh, there's a radio communication now being made it looks by uh andy up to race control so uh, whether this will be delayed or not i am uh, not sure there's a few indications of uh, let's just go down the road and i think uh, we aren't going to get a start here i think we're at an inf- number 34 uh, sam johnson uh not happy with that but uh there is a, a bit of a delay and communications are trying to be come through in the clerk of the course now. Uh, Mr. Roots is down. So we have got uh, a slight delay. He's coming now to uh, talk to the riders at the front of the grid. and Certainly number 34. They might well make the decision themselves by the look of it, because he's uh, just come away and is indicating he doesn't really want to start. So he's just uh, having a, a word now uh, with uh, the clerk of the course. So there's uh, no green flag. And in fact, uh, deputy uh, clerk of the course, uh, Ruth stain is now uh, walking forward a little bit and uh, more communications and that's it. The bikes are heading back your way, I think, now, uh, Chris Kinley. Uh, so uh, whether you get a chance to have a word with any of them uh, would be very interesting. But it looks like, uh, yep, the race has been delayed at the very least uh, because of the conditions and... Uh, He'd The clock of the course is just uh, signalling now to the travelling marshals at the back and the uh, course inspection car uh, to make their way from the uh, summit of School Hill and come back down and he's going to have a a quick word with the travelling marshals probably to get them to go around and just do an assessment but uh, 34 uh, is uh, Sam Johnson still uh, talking away there with number 42 uh, Andy Hornbury And now the clerk of the course is giving instructions to the two traveling marshals with the course car with the uh, yellow flashing lights on the top of it uh, behind them. So uh, no doubt I think they will be going to uh, have a look. So there is definitely... Some rider feedback at first to Andy uh, Clark. Uh, uh, first of all, just to say, look, we're not particularly happy with the uh, conditions here. And you can understand that as well. We are talking about superbike machinery. Doesn't matter what uh, age it is, it is still a superbike with all that horsepower and grunt in it. And let's uh, get reaction uh, now from uh, Chris Kinley. You don't often see that down here, Chris.
1: I think half the, the problem is, Tim, they were sat so long in the hold, no fault of the clubs or anything like that, and they just sat And a few of the bikes, especially number 42, Andy Hornby, was getting way, way, way too hot. It was actually that hot, the thing. It was starting to melt the paint on the fair end, and and these things aren't designed, like I said, to sit. And again, it's not the club's fault. It's just the way it is. Things have to be right, and like Rob said, they were talking to the to the Met, or some Met office, and it's blown over now, this has, so it will dry. But the thing is, we haven't got much heat, really. That, that's the thing. We don't have much heat so we'll see what happens they'll probably run this try and maybe run the sidecar race we will be a bit behind because of it but uh yeah lots of shaking the heads and stuff from the guys are we going to be okay let's have maybe a grab a word with uh Pocci if we can and maybe have a word to rob conditions out the back paul williams no not good the, not the best chris
6: if i'm honest it's a bit patchy but well, hopefully it'll blow over now and everything will be all right. But at the minute, it is wet in certain parts of the track, and dry tyres obviously no good. Well, listen the thing.
1: People say yeah, but they're on they're on they're on tyres, but basically it's like a slick anyway, isn't
6: it? Yeah, no. I put my I actually put my foot down just now in one of the corners, and it was really slippery because obviously it is soaking. So. Well, that's the best call at the minute just to call it But uh,
1: where's the rain start from where's the course know, start getting wet
6: that,
1: that corner down there the big long straight the long straight to the first corner soaking yep. all the way through there the other half of the track mind is dry <laughs> so it's just one of them innit okay. alright here, let you get get going what you're doing cheers Mocker Tanks so Jason's just brought the wet tyre out from as well so maybe they might go into that Mark Colvin working hard on his machine putting the putting the tire warmers back on so that's quite important so yeah a but a little bit of a delay here while they decide exactly what they're going to do but let's go back to the start line tim
0: Yeah, just uh, quickly Chris we'll keep it with you for a little bit you might get some more reaction just hearing from the officials that uh, the areas of concern and it was uh, intimated too in that interview is uh, really from Iron Gate uh, through to Ballabeg and uh, along Duck Street apparently uh, along there it is uh, quite wet to say the least whereas where we are the roads still Chris are effectively dry
1: Mm. they are just see the helicopter going overhead as well can see him coming to land or wherever he's going to go number 31 Colin Croft here as well we've got uh, Sam Johnson who doesn't look too impressive, he was the one that was intonating to the clock of the course about what happened and Neil Champion I can see there as well also number 70's next to him that's uh, Ian Robertson uh, <laughs> shouldn't have done that, I'm going to talk to you now Neil, not the best out the back for these basically on slick superbikes eh?
4: No, that's right, although to be honest the uh, I'm a road rider and it was just a bit of damp and half the grid was saying come on, let's go well, I can understand the fast boys with, you know, with are serious, but uh, it's only one tiny little bit. Um, and I, I guess they're hoping to dry out. They, the road will dry out
1: because it's nowhere near damp enough even to put inters on. They'll just chew up, on not they, really yeah. quick. That's right, yeah. So um, if you put inters on, you, you wouldn't do any good. So you you got to ride. Like, it's the road racing. You've got to ride to the conditions. You're a 250, man. What do you make of the 250s we had out earlier on with uh, Chris getting the win on the 250?
4: You know what? I missed the whole thing because I'm riding my bike. I don't don't have any mental capacity for it, I'm afraid. I'll have to catch up with it later.
1: Neil, thanks for your time. Happy to help. Thanks, much, Cheers. Neil Champion, thank you. Back to Tim for a quick update.
0: Yeah, we just had the uh, clerk of the course uh, just pop into the commentary box here at uh, Race HQ uh, on the Castletown Bypass. And he says, just uh, been on to the Met office and this is going to blow over now. And I think it has already here at uh, the start and finish line. So they're going to give it about 10 minutes or so. Uh, to make a decision, uh, they may send the superbikes back out uh, again at that point, or they may put the sidecars out first. So uh, that's the thought and the, uh, uh, the 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 whirlings that are going on up there in uh, Race HQ. So they're going to wait uh, 10 minutes. They've been on to the Met Office, who are assuring them that uh, this wet stuff is now moving away and they will either send the superbikes out or, indeed, they might decide to put the sidecars out next and then leave the superbikes to the very end. Back to you, Chris.
1: Yeah, so just back on, sorry, but just having conversations with people. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, just updating on what you were saying, Tim, because a lot of the guys don't have the radio in. It was Ian Robertson I was talking to there. Ian, let's just get your opinion on that. Into Balabeg, like Neil was saying, just a bit sketchy. Yeah, it was pretty dry on the way in, but leaving Balabeg, the surface was quite damp. Uh, it's Not the best of these slicks, so no, well, yeah. That's it. like I just said to to um, Pocci there. Even though people say you're on treaded tyres, they're not. <laughs> no, 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 no. No.
2: <laughs> no, they don't react well to sort of changing temperature So,
1: and of course, you've got to keep the heat in them, like you said. And if you're getting on the on the bumpy bits, because that's bumpy going from Balabeg through to there, this thing's going to spin up everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, and the way we get held in the uh, dummy grip for quite a bit, so they've cooled
6: down quite a bit since. The- you know, just that one lap, so...
1: I'm sure the organiser will be listening to you. The generator's here for your tyre warmers. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> OK, let you crack on. Cheers, in. thank you very much for that. Uh, Pete Crear's here. Pete just looks... as totally... <laughs> not bothered at all, really, Pete, eh? There's
5: not much I can do about it, is there? Not at all, sir.
1: <laughs> How's it been going over the pre-TT yeah, few? Yeah,
5: really good.
4: Really enjoying it. Good to be back on the
5: roads.
1: But not going out of bag there, were you quite happy to go?
4: Or... Yeah, yeah, I was happy enough to go. I mean, as long as we got going, it was all right. Got some uh, road tyres on, so easy enough what about temperature wise your bike sat in that hole there for a long time that's alright he's an old oil boiler
5: she's fine there
1: you go then happy days well thanks bud thank you cheers. thank you cheers thanks. Sam Johnson maybe grab a quick word of him, if I can and uh, Sam was one of the ones in deep conversation Sam I take it you wanted to go then
5: Then Chris alright yeah. Instead
1: they're going to give yeah. it about ten minutes. to get yeah. Obviously the bikes are back on warmers yeah. now, and the met officer's told the clerk of the course this is gone now. So oh, okay, no
5: worries. Yeah, I was ready to rock and roll. But I'd have gone one more sighting lap. Let's go. But either or it's safe for everyone, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, happy days. All right. Happy yeah. enough with the with your pre TT so far? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, it's, you got it's keeping them going isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the hardest thing. But yeah, no, all good. Oh, go get round and then get back up there and get out on the 600. So,
1: so this is a Loctite Yamaha, but is it a Loctite Yamaha or just the paint job? Tell
5: us the history. you no, like so. this. So this is a guy called Rich Ellis who uh, has kindly let me use it, and it is there's bits and pieces. Basically, it was the spares they had left, and they built out um, a bike from spares basically. So there's some history. Like it's got factory forks, and yeah, it's a good bit of kit. It's fast as well, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Enjoying it. It's. Uh, it was when he said you can use it, I was like, well. He's yeah, got YZF. I asked him to use that, and he said, "Oh, you can use the OW1." I was like, "Box ticked. I'll oh, yeah, have a go on yeah, that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so mega. Yeah, it's privileged to ride it. Really, you obviously ride the modern stuff as well. Yeah. Just equate this to that. Um, this compared to what, like a modern six hundred or thousand? Yeah, yeah six hundred. Uh, it's not a million miles off for for the age of it. This. this bike's older than me, so for, <laughs> for so it's impressive how good yeah, it is yeah. actually. But, yeah, a bit heavier, a bit clumsier, but generally pretty good. Can you imagine doing six laps on one of them around the TT? It'd be, yeah, it'd be hard work. Yeah, <laughs> it'd, it'd be, be an eye work. opener. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> would, it would. It'd be fun, though, I would imagine. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah. All right, Sam, thanks for your time. Oh. Hopefully, we get going again too. Nice one. All right, Chris, thank you. Cheers. Pretty pretty cheers. Yeah, no problem at all. So, the thoughts of some of the riders, some are happy, some are not, but that's just, uh, unfortunately, the way it is, I'm a thing. Maybe Dennis Booth will have a good chat. He's always good for a, a word, is Dennis, and we have a little walk over to the ZX7R. And um, I'm, 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 I'm totally disgusted in you. Changing machines. Hey, Dennis Booth, lovely
7: to see you. Yeah, good to see you, Chris. How so, are you, yeah. buddy? Oh, I'm all right, yeah, good. Yeah. Talk us through your pre-TT, how's it been? Uh, well, there has been three on circumstances we building our own bike and basically nobody's fault but uh, you know with the delays and stuff it wasn't ready so uh, Tony Leach stepped in, a big thank you to him, stepped in at the last minute and really it was just days before we go, I didn't know whether it was going to be here or not so you know, it's down to him that we're, we're standing here
1: so the bike obviously that you'd normally ride wasn't ready but what is this what do you make of this zx7r it's effectively what it is isn't it
7: yeah that's what it is it's, you know it's an ancient bike as a bike being built you have teething problems you know i mean these things these things happen out of nobody's control you, know, you just have to get on with it and try and uh, broke down two nights in a row uh, i think i got about five laps in total but hey listen you know, I mean, it's a learning game and, you know, it is what it is and you just have to try and fix and get on
1: Differences between this and your normal one? Lots?
7: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can really say this is more like my age now I don't yeah. know but Yeah, you know, well, you know the modern stuff is, is the modern stuff You know, I mean, you're getting on these things and they're over 30 year old like, and, you know, they're good fun You know, I mean, they are uh, It's the first ever read a Alex XR750 so, you know, it's, it's it's good The difference is good, I like it Yeah, it's good
1: Post Classics I believe they're going to have a class at Armoy this year
7: as well well fingers crossed yeah I should have my own bike there so yeah, uh, yeah we'll go for a run around and see yeah good job thanks Dennis no worries Christian. cheers here, buddy. buddy
1: thank you yeah so that's uh, Dennis Booth he's got to say if you don't know they're having a, a classic class at Armoy this year and maybe jump in up to the Jurek Suzuki team of uh, Indy Indie couple if we can I'll just kick him, it'll yeah, get, get sorry, his attention. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Indy, how are you?
8: Yeah, I'm pretty okay, you know, I'm happy that they called this off because the, from the Balabeg hairpin was quite dangerous. It was quite slippy. There is this white line in the middle of the road, so I'm quite happy they postponed the race, and so I'm happy. That was a wise decision, I think.
1: Well, the weatherman says that the the weather's now going to has blown over, so we should be okay to go soon again.
8: Yeah, I believe so. You know, we need good weather, at least dry or change tires or something. So I'm happy that these organizers know what they're doing. So apparently, well, it was really good decision. Chris. And how's
1: Veronica getting on? As she's videoing us at the moment. Oh, hello, everybody. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah,
8: she's happy. You know, she's enjoying herself and enjoying this bike. And I'm happy that uh, Mike you know, prepare these bikes for us, you know, because there was a brilliant job, but he did, you know, over the actually COVID days, you know, we call this bike COVID bike because he (laughs) built a bike over the COVID, during the COVID. So, so it's pretty nice and I, we appreciate it. And this is for us a little bit of a test drive because we want to go do the classic TT with them you know so we take it as a practice you know very good so I'm happy enjoying myself of course
1: good thank you very much Veronica. Indy thanks very much and uh, see you later guys all the best cheers guys back to you Tim quick update
0: yeah I can tell you that uh, they're going to reduce this race to six laps and uh, they will be leaving that uh, holding area uh, very shortly indeed just while we've got uh, a moment. just want to thank uh, all the uh, volunteers that uh, work here uh, uh, around the course and uh, Trish and the catering crew and it would be very remiss uh, not to mention the uh, Lifelong supporter and the sad passing of uh, Ailsa Kelly, who lived in the bungalow uh, just opposite us here, and did a, an awful lot of catering, particularly when the work parties are out, so there'd be mugs of teas, homemade cakes and sandwiches, and uh, once the action was underway, she also made a homemade specialities and uh, invited the staff into her house and really royally looked after them those are the type of volunteers that keep this club running and i think it's uh, an opportune moment just to thank all the volunteers that uh, contribute to the three race meetings that take place down at the cola spallown course back to you chris
1: thank you tim yeah you were just saying going to be six laps to take it
0: Six laps, yes, and uh, they will be messaging down to uh, the holding area very shortly, the dummy grid area, to uh, release the bikes. We will be going very shortly. Stood
1: next to the lovely team here in Suzuki, John Cliff. John, talk us through the bike. This is stunning bit of kit, the old XR69. Is it XR69? No, Harris F1. Oh, well, even always oh, had yes the Harris frame. Beautiful, isn't it? Certainly is, yeah. Chuffed a bit with it, yeah. Is it yours? Or? It is mine, yes, yeah.
0: Uh, originally a Winfield bike built for Jeremy Williams.
1: Oh, when he rode in the Classic in Australia?
0: Yep, okay. Philip Island uh, Classic, Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I managed to get it off a guy two
1: years ago and just enjoying it. I bet you for the last two years you've been sat in the garage staring at it. Yes, certainly have, yeah. <laughs> haven't, we, haven't we all? <laughs> eh? But tell us that history with the bike. I mean, it's a beautiful, and then colours are yeah. so iconic, oh, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, I mint, mean, Yeah, I always want from being ten
7: year old at Oliver's Mount. <laughs> yeah, I wanted one. So. Well,
1: let's hope we have that back at the end of this year, eh? There, there's yeah, there's yeah. hope there is, isn't I'm it? So yeah, yeah, we're gonna we'll race there again, I'm sure. Mm. There is going to be a post classic class at Armoy this year. Did you know that? Uh, we're off to Armoy, but ah. we're just taking the Nortons. Oh, okay, but not the classic, no. no. Too fast for over there, I think. Can you imagine <laughs> it. I can imagine that one of those big modern superbikes over them jumps yeah, at the back. I know, crazy man, crazy. <laughs> but you join your PTT. Yep,
3: yeah,
0: mint, absolutely mint.
1: Yeah. yeah. And do you know what? You know when you're a child and you have a toy and you sit there and you're looking at it and it's creation yeah. that's yours. You've got that look about you. Yeah, certainly have. Yeah, yeah, chuffed <laughs> to <minutes>
6: with
1: it. <laughs> I bet he cleans it every night before you go oh, to bed, don't right. you?
6: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks, John. For eating bed, exactly and I put a blanket over it as well John thanks for your time yeah it does look really good Team Heron Suzuki on the side uh, as Adelaide on there and that's, that's really nice number 121 one, John Cliff so that's the scene down here I think the guys you're just coming in to tell them it's going to be a six lap race which we know yeah thanks guys and we'll be on the foot I'm just having a little look at them there's a bit of grass on the floor and I'm just scooping my feet through my feet through it and it, it, it's not bad you, you can't really feel any, feel anything and these are uh, waterproof shoes so we're just waiting you can probably hear all all the generators going off in the background too because they've all got tyre warmers on these guys I think Dennis Booth wins the tyre warmer award because these have got um, it's kind of like cow prints all over them to be fair and those tyre warmers that don't just go over the tyre they, they fill the whole the whole of the tyre and the disc on the front and the back as well, just to keep that heat in because you're not just heating up the centre of the tyre, you're heating the whole carcass of the tyre, you're heating up the, re- the wheel rim as well, and you also you want heating that front disc as well, because when you're barrelling down to Balakagan about 165, 170 mile an hour you want to be able to stop so, Dennis has got the, the grooviest tyre warmers on. So, that sets the scene down here, Tim. I'm not sure if there's any cars or any movement as of yet. Maybe pop out to cross four ways, Rob, if you're there, Rob. Any update on what it's like over there? It's pretty good here. Now, looking over towards where Ports of um, that sort of area, heading towards Scarlet, it looks pretty hot. The cloud looks pretty high.
2: Yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, The uh, first update I can bring you is that the uh, Manx Radio uh, umbrella has now been uh, lowered in the last couple of minutes because the uh, rain does seem to have uh, abated in the last couple of moments. The uh, officials down here across four ways have been keeping me uh, very well informed as well of what's been going on. So uh, a big thanks to them, as always, for keeping us uh, very much up to date. Um, Yeah, the uh, clouds do seem to have lifted a bit. Just looking over my right shoulder, really, up towards South Barul. When that shower started to bring its way down, you could see the cloud just... uh, hanging over that summit over there it does seem to have lifted a little bit and again not let's not count any chickens here but i see the tiniest two pockets of blue sky in the distance and i suppose when it comes to manx weather i know that doesn't really mean all too much at uh, any time of the year but certainly yet yeah, things have improved here the uh, rainfall as it stands has uh, abated for now but uh as we know, that can just change in uh, a matter of seconds, but the uh, the brolly has been lowered. I'm not uh, fearing for the condition of my notes or my equipment down here at the moment. Everyone's uh, stuck around. I think we're all just waiting for uh, further instruction. Everyone waiting uh, very patiently here, but uh, looking out on the track, actually just with uh, my naked eye as well, it does seem to be that uh, even the speckles of rain that have uh, dropped on there in the last uh, few minutes or so while we've been waiting, uh, seem to have started to uh, dry off already, but I'm uh, I'm no rider. I think it's uh, very fair to point that out. I'm sure the riders will uh, possibly have a very different uh, aspect. They're the ones out racing on it at the end of the day. And it is, uh, yeah, just listening to how they've had to manage it. You talk about that uh, break that was uh, over in Park Firm over there whilst they were uh, awaiting a decision on this delay. It must be uh, an incredibly difficult uh, balancing act to try and get that right because ultimately, of course, the uh, safety of the riders uh, comes first. And it is the absolute... uh, top priority so i think if there are if there are any doubts you certainly don't want to uh, be taking any chances in this game but uh, as it stands yeah things looking a little bit more positive weather wise if there are any changes of course we'll uh, let you know but uh, things improving at the moment back to you
1: yeah i've just been told by the organizers down here tim if you can get that confirmed up at race control two warm-up laps and a five-lap race if you can find that information out for me that would be much appreciated because we obviously said it was going to be six but a couple of the officials around here walking around telling the guys to get going is that two and five Tim can you check on that for us
0: we are checking on that, uh, Chris. There certainly has been talk of that. Uh, they've got a very limited window here because they're trying to get everything clear by about 3.15 for the schools that uh, are not uh, on a bank holiday or off. They're actually in, so they don't want to overlap with the schools' uh, pickup time. So it's uh, going to have to be squashed in some way or another. But uh, the word I've got is that it is still six with the uh, uh, w- reduction of one lap. But if they do do two warm-up laps, it will be reduced to five. So that discussion still ongoing, but they are keen to get on with things.
1: All right, Tim. Thanks very much for that. Yeah, Andy is just here. He's maybe going to have worded Brian Clark as well. that Brian has got his gears back on. But uh, let Andy just take the, just checking the tire pressures on the, on his machine on the ZXr 750. Seems happy enough. We're going to be going very shortly. And the officials are just wandering around. You're just giving them, just casually with information. No panic at all down here. Maybe Andy, just grab a quick word if we can. I know he's, he's busy. He's doing his own, he's doing his own machine at number 52 there as well. Brian Clark's on his 750 Suzuki. He's just cleaning his front screen. So it's all teamwork down here, which is what it is in the motorcycle community. Dennis Booth gets himself ready. You can just see various riders just putting their helmets on again, getting ready to go. I'm just looking over. Yeah, it looks all right, to be fair. I think we can safely say that is gone, this weather now. They did say when I watched the BBC forecast this morning that we would get some showers this afternoon. I thought we'd get a few more than what we have done, hence why I've still got the the Manx Radio uh, purpley coat on with the fleece insider, and my bobble hat has not come off all day. I can tell you, only, the only time it came off today was when Adam McLean wanted to clean his visor and his screen on his motorcycle so yeah so yeah that's the only time my bubble hat has come off today and oh sorry when I had lunch as well sorry when I managed to get some lunch a bit earlier on one, two, one, we just spoke to him John Cliff on the Whitby Tyre and Exhaust Centre Limited Harris F1 Suzuki he's the first man going out and just looking at his tyres yeah he's on the same no no changes uh, there with him he's gone he's what did he say he's run with what you brung that was it it's quite difficult to say that actually run with what you brung Ryan Clark, just get his tyre warmer off as well I don't think anybody has changed to the wets I know a few of the teams did bring some wets down here but I'm pretty sure a lot of them didn't bother they just kept them there, just in case 53, Veronica Hankosia Hankosia Hankosilvia. watch your back guys if you're coming in here, there she goes out on the 53, Durex Suzuki machine number 4, Mike Hose Mike Hose is on his way as well number 72 we spoke to him just before Ian Herbertson on the 750 Honda 66 peak Creer, 26 Dennis Booth all heading out, again no tyre changes for these guys, have kept with what, they, what they're going to run, 31 Crofty, Colin Croft on the GSXR 750 from Lancaster he's just about to go next everybody just about ready now, 59 Mark Colvin but again still number 36 Jamie Coward not bothering to go out in this one, and don't forget we still do mind your backs guys, mind your backs we still do have a, a sidecar race to go yet. The second sidecar race of your weekend here at Ballown. 38, Paul Williams. 31, Colin Croft. 118, Andy Salem. 42, Andy Hornby. Hopefully not held so long in the in the holding area this time. We've got a couple more coming through now. 52 is next. which yourself, Dale. 52, 94 and 34. Sam Johnson, the last one through. Good to hear that story from Sam about that 750 Yamaha that it's the You know that it's got all the gear on it. I like it when the bikes have all the gear on it. 750 YZF. Oh, he's just I think he's just stopped it actually. Hopefully it's gonna bump up. Yeah, Sam manages to get it going again. So good bit of bumping there, Sam. Last one through should be 43. It is. 43 Gary Porter. <laughs> No wheel change, Chase. no? No, no no wheel change yet. All good. good. Uh, It's dry all the way around. There you go. That's good. Never speaks any sense, no matter what time of day it is. (laughs) Find out in a minute when they go around for their couple of warm-up laps. So please bear that in mind. We are having two warm-up laps. Thank you very much. Very kind. Thank you. Just getting ourselves round. So, Rob, let's head over to you at Cross Four Ways, and we'll get into position for the start.
2: Thanks very much, Chris. Yeah, it'd be good to, uh, finally, for them, yeah, just to get the uh, heat back into the systems there and just get some uh, cool air running over them. Like you said uh, before, there was uh, that delay. They were set on the uh, start line, and despite all the technology that some of these machines have, they do need that cool air running through the systems just to compensate for what the uh, inner technology can't. So, yeah, getting those uh, two warm-up lamps out of the way will no doubt uh, help to uh, get the systems back into shape for this uh, slightly altered Senior post classic race, the superbike race, ready for those uh, red plates. Uh, the uh, bikes are on the circuit, as I understand, and uh, yeah, just waiting to hear them uh, making their way round. So they'll probably be just another uh, few moments away as they uh, start to uh, progress, obviously through uh, Ballaghagan, then through Iron Gate, up towards the uh, hairpin at Ballabeg, then around uh, Ballawetstone. As they then start uh, moving their way towards us through those uh, sweeping bends, through the likes of uh, Williams Corner, we've obviously got the uh, the bomb hole down this way, and also uh, then up to Maggie's Cottage, and then eventually round the uh, hedgerow on the far side to me, where uh, a couple of uh, intrepid viewers are uh, still just on the other side of. As we await, yet yeah, we can hear the noise as they're uh, just uh, pottering their way round, just trying to get a bit of uh, you know, get those. Uh, Machines, in good order, get themselves another good run out. But the rain seeming to uh, hold away as it stands at the moment. That uh, cloud, yep, still uh, just lifting ever so slightly over my right shoulder, looking up over towards uh, South Barul again. Like I mentioned before, when that... Uh, Shower did uh, decide to uh, drop before the session started. You couldn't even see the summit of uh, South Barul there, so I've been using that as a bit of a, a barometer throughout uh, this morning and this afternoon as to just how, how much rainfall, if any, we could be expecting. But, uh, yeah, good to see them uh, back underway. It'll be interesting to see how much that uh, that uh, possible slippy patch over at the uh, Balabag hairpin has uh, possibly uh, dried up as well. There's the volume rising again, so we'll be hoping to see them uh, over the crest in the distance, led by the uh, Travelling Marshal, hopefully, on this occasion. You can hear them just picking up a, a little bit of pace. There we go. We can see the Travelling Marshal coming through now, ran through Williams' corner and past uh, Maggie's Cottage here as the uh, groups approach here, led by number 118, Andy Sailor. There's 34, 21, 59. There's Mike Hose, number four in there, 42, 43, 103, 26, 53, holding quite a... Close formation, the group as they uh, make their way through, uh, slowly just uh, working things out there, just uh, backing up the group. There's number 121, one John Cliff on the uh, 1098, Harris Suzuki as well. There, here's number uh, 38 as well. Paul pochi Williams on that uh, Kawasaki ZXR as well, as the final traveling marshals make their way through, as well as they start to make their way up to. Uh, church bends round there up towards uh, great meadow as well it would be interesting to see how the uh, surface is around uh, that part of the course as well probably v- very very similar to uh, many other parts that uh, we've seen so far but the uh, track again yep still looking in uh, good nick in front of us I think it's uh, fair to say doesn't seem to have any uh, there's certainly no uh, standing water or anything around the uh, stretch here so uh, nothing to worry about in that regard as far as I can see at the very least, but it is those minute things for these riders. Uh, Time to go back to you, Tim. Yes, I can confirm it is a six-lap race.
0: Uh, There's only this one formation lap uh, because the uh, setup for the start is already in place. The paddle boards are going up to show where the rows are for the riders to form uh, the grid. And the travelling marshal uh, making his way on the left-hand side of the road. And uh, he will uh, now go through and will park his bike up. And here come the competitors. So, no 36 once again. Jamie Coward uh, not going out last time. So, Andy Saylor, 118, is uh, there as the effective pole position with the other bike on the front row, number 59, Mark Colvin. Paul Potty williams there's no one in front of him now with the withdrawal of uh, Jamie Coward, so he's the first on the second row. Then it's Joe Yearsley, number 21 and number 34, Sam Johnson. So the officials just about made their way to the back, and uh, we look up to see uh, the green flag being waved, and it is, so engaged gear... And look at the lights. And that's a good start by 38. Let's go to Chris Kinley.
1: Oh, now you're talking. Here we go. Who's got the good start? It is number 38, Paul Potty-Williams. 21, 1, 1 8, and 4. So Paul Potty-Williams, number 38, gets the whole shot, Tim.
0: Yeah, we've just got a couple of uh, bikes uh, that have uh, collided. I think everybody's OK, though. So there's a stationary uh, yellow here, 59 and... Uh, 34, but uh, all okay. So, a bit of a coming together at the uh, very start uh, of this uh, race the four higher senior post classic race. So, it's six laps just to confirm uh, six laps, and uh, the lap record Jamie Coward 106.251 miles per hour. So further back, the third row was uh, Mike Hose, bike number four. Then it was 79, Mark Herbertson, and 77, Mikhail Dukopol, And the fourth row was 43, Gary Porter, 103, Neil Champion, and 42, Andy Hornby. So uh, just a few uh, running repairs going on here, but the flag is now in. Let's go out to cross four ways and Rob Pritchard.
2: Yeah, thanks, Tim. We've seen that with Paul Williams, haven't we? That Kawasaki ZXR does seem to be picking up a fair bit of pace in the uh, practice and qualifying session through these first few uh, sectors, and we're expecting to get them to come through to us a fair bit more speed here through Maggie's Cottage here he is number uh, 38 Paul Williams leading ahead just about a second or so having a number 118 Andy Saylor from number four Mike Hose then number 21 the newcomer Joe Yerdsley in there as well 26 103 and 43 the next trio to make it through and here's number 42 there's Andy Hornby on the 750 Suzuki and number 31 as well there's Colin Croft also on a 750 Suzuki the GSXR 70 121 one, and uh, 53 looks on the inside of 94 didn't quite get the angle They've Two and 66 now through as well. 66 just at the back there. Peter Creer on the Suzuki GSX-R as well. So it's uh, looking like uh, just uh, pulling a little bit away there, Paul Williams, up in that uh, first place as it stands. So he's backed up his uh, good start early on as well by keeping that pole position as it stands from number 118, Andy Saylor. But there's really not too much in it. The uh, front two are certainly not uh, too spread out from the uh, travelling pack behind them. Back to you, Tim.
0: Yeah, leader just into view now, and it is number 38, Paul Williams, ahead of number 118, Andy Saylor. There's number four and 21, so Mike Hose is in third. 21 is Joe Yardsley. He's in fourth, overtaking there. 26, Dennis Booth got ahead of 103, Neil Champion. 43, Gary Porter is through, as is number 31, Colin Croft. There's 70, Ian Robertson. John Cliff and Veronica Hansekeva are through two, as is 94, Gordon Clark, and 66, Peter Creer. And there's the travelling marshal through. So 38, Paul Williams leads by nearly two seconds, 1.963. And then it's a gap of around three and a half seconds back to number four, Mike Hose, Andy Sailor, number 118. And uh, a great uh, clear up operation. The two riders uh, seem perfectly okay too, which is really good to uh, see here after that uh, little bit of a collision uh, at the start. So. It is Williams that leads, ahead of Sailor and Hose Fourth is 21, Joe Yeardsley Fifth is 26, Dennis Booz. Sixth is 103, Neil Champion. And remember, of course, this is just a six-lap race now. Six laps, not the set, original seven. Let's
2: go to Rob Pritchard at Cross Four Ways. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Let's see if any of the uh, gaps have uh, widened or shortened as they make their way down. And here he comes, uh, number 38, Paul Williams, has opened up a little bit more of a gap as he makes his way around the hedgerow past Baggins Cottage, to number 118, Andy Sailor here, about a second to a second and a half behind as they both go through Corners Cottage, by my calculations. Here's number four, Mike Hose, up into third place, but right on his tail, number 21, the newcomer Joe Yardsley, just as he took a slightly wider line as they roll their way up to uh, Church Bend as well. Now, number 26 coming through, that's Dennis Booth, on the Kawasaki ZXR, 103 and 43, about two bike lengths between them as they make their way through, followed by number 42, that's the newcomer Andy Hornby on the Suzuki as well, and number 31, the next round Colin Croft on the Suzuki GSXR as well. So Mike Ho's uh, up to third of course, but uh, certainly uh, Joe Yerdsley uh, giving him an honest outing here at this point, it's 70, 121 and 53, make their way through Veronica Hankasieva, the last of that group, then 94 and 66, to creer at the back of that one. Back to you, Tim.
0: Thank you, Rob. And uh, here is our leader. 38, but here's second. So it's two and a half seconds, the lead now. Paul Williams, 38 ahead of 118. Mike Hose is coming under a little bit more pressure from uh, Joe Yardsley there, about uh, 0.4, 0.4. The difference between third and fourth. But it's number four, Mike Hose, who's in fourth. a uh, Third, sorry. And it's 21, Joe Yardsley, who's in fourth. Fifth is number 26, Dennis Booth. Sixth, number 103, Neil Champion. And seventh is number 43, Gary Porter. Eighth, 42, Andy Hornby. Ninth, number 31, Colin Croft. Two and a half second lead then for Paul Williams over Andy Saylor. 100.041 miles per hour on lap two. Number 70, Ian Robertson's in 10th. 11th is John Cliff. Veronica Hansakova is in 12th. 13th is number 94, Gordon Clark. And 14th is Peter Creer And then that's the last of the Vikes through. In 15th, number 52, Brian Clark. So Paul Williams it is, who has the advantage, but uh, nothing is set in stone yet because 118 Andy Saylor, just two and a half seconds back, now in second, and uh, then there's a bit of a gap then to third place for Mike Hoes. Let's go to Rob Pritchard across four ways.
2: Yeah, we can just hear that noise uh, heading over the horizon in the distance, looking past and just see the first into interview as they uh, barrel their way through... Uh... Mikey's right, Cottage here, and it's actually number 118, Andy Saylor. He's the first one through here as he makes his way around Corner Cottage. No sign of Paul Williams there, but here's Mike Hose, number four, with uh, plenty of pressure on him behind just a bike length in it as Mike Hose goes through for number 21. The newcomer, Joe Yardsley, snapping at Mike Hose's heels as they both roll their way up to uh, Church Bend as well. So here across four ways, it's number 118, Andy Saylor, that's uh, at the front of the pack as it stands as number 26 comes through. That's uh, Dennis Booth of Balamina as he... Uh, Barrels do as well, here's number 43 Gary Porter number 103 mil champion, number 42 and that is uh, Andy Hornby as well so the trio there in quick succession so it's Andy Sailor up in front there Mike Hose number four up into second but followed very very closely by the newcomer with some impressive speed out there is number 21 Joe Yeardsley, as they head their way into the uh, latter part of the course there as we can see the final members of the pack making it through it's time to go back to you Tim
0: Yeah, and here's our new race leader with Paul Williams uh, going out. Andy Saylor takes the lead. And here are the next two, four and 21. So Mike Hose is 6.3 seconds down on our new race leader, number 118, Andy Saylor. And then there is uh, about 0.8 of a second that Mike Hose in second has the advantage over number 21, newcomer Joe Yardsley fourth just through there was 26 dennis booth and in fifth it's uh gary porter sixth is 103 neil champion and in seventh is number 42 andy hornby here's the man in eighth that is 31 colin croft so quickest is 99.677 the lap for Andy Sailor, but of course uh, Paul Williams did over the 100 at the very start on the second lap before uh, he has gone from the race 70 Ian Robertson is in ninth, 10th is Veronica Ansakova and 11th 121 that is John Cliff and then in 12th it's number 66 Peter Creer. there's 94 safely through, that is Gordon Clark, another of our newcomers here but it's sailor who leads by six seconds let's go to rob across four ways
2: yeah thanks Tim, that's a sizable advantage now as he uh, barrels into view down the uh, sweeping bends through Maggie's Cottage, here he is, number 118, and the sailor, the uh, race leader pulling out uh, quite the gap here, here's uh, before Mike Hozen through the inside line, number 21, Joe Yardsley, and he's managed to shut the door through Corner Cottage, fantastic move from the newcomer, Joe Yardsley, up into second as they made their way through, we'll see what happens through Church, Bends and beyond, but a wonderful, wonderful manoeuvre by number 21 there, Joe Yardsley up into second ahead of number four, Mike timed that to absolute perfection here comes number 26 now that's uh, Dennis Booth on the 750 Kawasaki ZXR as well and now through as well through Maggie's Cottage three more number 43 Gary Port 103 Neil Champion followed very closely by number 42 Andy Hornby maybe just had a little look up the inside at Corner Cottage there but no opening as it was so uh, Neil Champion keeps his place ahead of number 42 Andy Hornby outright in front number 118 Andy Saylor but Joe Yerdsley through cross four is at least up to second back to you Tim
0: yeah it looks like there's a real dice as they come across the bridge for that second but here's the leader 118 Andy Saylor and it's 21 ahead of four now but there is just 0.4 of a second between the two of them and the lead of uh, Andy Sailors just come down a tad two, 3.9 seconds. The advantage that the leader, Andy Saylor, has over in second place now here at the start finish line. Number 21, Joe Yardsley. Here's the man in fourth. That's the sound of number 26, Dennis Booth, going through. But he's more what uh, 22 seconds behind Mike Hose. Three together. 43 and 103 uh, register on the screen. Gary Porter is 43. He's in fifth. Sixth is number 103, uh, Neil Champion. But Andy Saylor's advantage, 3.948 seconds ahead of Joe Yardsley. And very closely behind Yardsley is uh, Mike Hose. Colin Croft, number 31, just through. Going down the uh, Castletown bypass, down uh, towards uh, Balakagan. Next interview, 53, that's Veronica Ansakova. Safely through and up into 8th position. 70 and 121 are in ninth and 10th. That's Robertson and Cliff, and let's go to Robert Cross four ways.
2: Yeah, thanks, Tim. There we go. There's the uh, first on the horizon, 118. Andy Sailor through Maggie's Cottage, and it's close again between the back two. Here we go, and it's uh, Mike Hose leading it here. Andy Saylor through, Mike Hose, Joe Yearsley on the inside. Again on Mike Hose, he dropped back into third, looking back through Williams' corner, but Yearsley with another fantastic maneuver gets the inside line. A corner cottage to go back up into second. So it's Andy Saylor, 118 leading through cross four ways here, but uh, Mike Hose and Joe Yearsley closing the gap. Mike Hose clearly had the uh, straight line speed to get down here but Yeardsley with another fantastic manoeuvre on the inside to get himself back into second as they get their way towards Church Benz there. Coming through again number 26 here's uh, Dennis Booth lagging a little bit behind those uh, front three but it could be a bit of a grandstand finish between those front three if the gaps keep on closing here come the next trio it's uh, led by number 43 Gary Porter no, 103 Neil Champion going on the inside of number 42 Andy Hornby makes his move successfully on the inside gets past 103 Neil Champion so uh, 42 Andy Hornby on the 750 Suki goes off a place back up to you Tim Three bikes sighted on the bridge almost
0: together. And here they are, three bikes together. 118, Andy Saylor from number four now in second. Mike Hose and 21, Joe Yardsley. There is 0.278 seconds between the three of them. Absolutely fantastic. Looked up the bridge. We got the sight on the uh, railway line. And I'm hearing that Mike Hose has got in front as they've gone past uh, Chris Kinley further down the road. So a new race leader wasn't the leader here. It was Andy Saylor. But we're hearing that Mike Hose has got in front further down the Castletown bypass. That was 26. Dennis Booth threw in fourth. But we looked up to the railway bridge and it was uh, bike, bike, bike as quickly as that. And here's another three having a great battle as well. One of them I don't think is registering uh, here on the screen, maybe a transponder issue. But 43 Gary Porter's involved there, and 103 Neil Champion. So 100.701, a new fastest lap of the race by number four Mike Hose, and also nudging over the hundred was Joe Yardsley, the newcomer here. As 31 goes through, Yardsley, 100.372 miles per hour on this uh, penultimate lap. They are on the last lap, and uh, we're going to use that phrase as a grandstand finale. A thriller is going to be here. Andy Saylor, Mike Hose, and Joe Yardsley. Who's it going to be at Cross Four Ways?
2: Rob Pritchard with the answers. And through Maggie's Cottage, there's three of them. Mike Hose up at the front here, number four ahead, number 118, Andy Sailor, and number 21, Joe Yardsley. That's the order, but there's only about three bike lengths between them. They're almost neck and neck through there as they roar up to uh, Church Bends. There's absolutely nothing to choose between those front three, but it was uh, number four, Mike Hose, leading through Corner Cottage here, followed by number 118, Andy Sailor, and the newcomer, number 21, Joe Yardsley. Excellent ride from him so far, and that front three have really pulled out themselves a gap going towards the uh, finish line. This. Really Really could be an absolutely fantastic ending to uh, proceedings in this race we've had to wait a little bit longer for it of course next to uh, Maggie's cottage around the hedge here is number 26 Dennis Booth down in fourth position he gets around uh, no issues whatsoever he'll roar his way further forward no challenge on him but uh, we'll have to keep an eye out for those uh, final three making their way around the latter stages really don't want to call it I'm not a betting man on this it's back to you Tim Three helmets sighted
0: on the bridge, but one is just maybe a move there. It's Mike Hose ahead of 21. Joe Yardsley and Andy Saylor, 118 in third. Mike Hose with his 20th victory here at the pre-TT meeting. Fantastic achievement, his second of the week. What a race that was, but Hose won it by half a second in the end. A second back in third was Andy Saylor. Let's go down to Chris Kinley
1: excellent, excellent stuff and the last lap for Mike Hose, 101.443 for Mike Hose. done really well there to get that win 20 wins as you quite rightly say here around the Colaspalown circuit takes the lid off, hands the lid over Mike Hose, a clash you've never won before no, I didn't expect <laughs> to either how do you think of that? Uh, excellent, absolutely brilliant good call making his weight uh, and the roads were dry so it's good very good have you ever been round here at 101.443 before? Uh, no. That's your fastest lap <laughs> round here as well then?
6: Yeah, brilliant, absolutely excellent. The team all got put it together and made the right choice of the tyres and absolutely
1: faultless. Joe Yertsin, number 21, the young man, and Andy ah, Saley give you a good run, didn't he? Didn't he? But he just needs to pass the bike, that's all. Well, he's only on the little 600, I know it's a more modern 600 than this, but
6: yeah. probably, you probably had the legs down here, didn't you? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I had the legs on him everywhere, it was just he had the manoeuvrability and uh, was diving underneath me over me and everything
1: <laughs> the temerity of youth hey Aye. <laughs> we all had that once but 20 wins around here I think you're going to go home happy you and the guys are you yeah. definitely, definitely fantastic well game. done Mike Thank brilliant you. stuff keep that moment in your head 101.443 brilliant what do you reckon about that team 101.4 happy made up they say well done Mike well done cheers uh, what was the gap between well, sorry what was the gap between Mike and uh, Joe Yurt at the end there Tim can you give us that info yes I can it was 0.578 seconds oh half a second well young Joe how was that then first time round Beland Dyson with Mike Hose and people like that I can't believe it to be honest
5: we just set out the main aim of this weekend was to get some track time for the Southern and the post TT and you're always going to be on the back foot up against 750s but i just can't believe it to be honest I just, it's the most enjoyable race i've ever done in my life and following people like that you learn so much more as well because they pull you along in the practice sessions i was on my own and i was trying to find my way but no it's brilliant i really enjoyed it where did he teach you stuff at more the back section really you know it's it, people say it's an easy course to learn but it's easy it's, it's easy to learn but it's hard to go fast so you've got to be pinpoint you know and um no, it was just amazing. I just couldn't believe it. I, I just didn't expect it, you know. We, we got a good start, but they were gaining about 15, 24 every lap down the start. But so it made me try a bit harder on the brakes. And, no, I'm really looking forward to the post-18 in a few weeks' time. Good man. Well done, Joe. Thank you very much. Well done, buddy. Cheers.
1: Thank you. And Andy Sailors here as well. <laughs> Andy looks absolutely puffed in. Yeah, I'm a little bit jiggered after that. <laughs> jiggered, that's a good word. You and Joe and Mike having a good run?
4: Yeah, uh, we made a bit of a bad decision with the tyres, we, we put a wet front in an intermediate rear, by the time we went back out, bone dry, and after about, I don't know how many laps, he, just, he was just letting yeah. go on the front all the time, and he ended up with a head while a ball of whetstone, and I just thought, Jesus, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Michael's come out of nowhere, and I thought, yeah, I get it, yeah, I hope, yeah. but no, I'm, I'm just glad to be back, it's a great meeting, I'm glad we're back on the island as well, so, really, really good event. Well done, and you can go
1: and de-jiggy yourself for the pint. Thank you, thanks, Thanks, Andy. Cheers, good man. Thank you very much. Now you will hear in the background we've got the sidecars ready to go, so we're just waiting for uh, the sidecars to go clear. Then we'll do the presentation. Uh, The four higher guys. I'm going to, do, going to let the sidecar go first. Uh, Richard Kurfee from, uh, from For Hire is here, Tim. So, yeah, excellent race. And it, somebody did say to me that uh, it looked like Andy Sailor had put a, uh, a wet on the front, and he has put a full, full wet on the front, inter on the back. And I say, after a couple of laps, three or four laps, you heard him say now, nah, we were talking about it, it is just going to squish and it's just going to roll about. But massive disappointment. I think you, you had an insult on the line there, Tim. Two riders, one of them was, uh, I think, Mark Colvin, was it, 59?
0: Yeah, just uh, got uh, we've got quite a collection of bikes now here at the uh, start-finish because the two, uh, one of them has been taken away, but uh, one of the senior bikes is here, number 42. Glad to say, though, uh, they've, they've just been getting a bit of dirt and grass out of the uh, uh, leathers, but uh, everybody is, is fine. It was uh, bike number 34, I can tell you. So 34 uh, was uh, indeed Sam Johnson, And the other bike I can see here is uh, 59. So 59 is Mark Colvin, as you quite rightly say. But they're perfectly okay. But just had a a little bit of a coming together, just past the commentary point, and uh, just as the when when normally the flag marshals are gathered in. But they're perfectly okay. I'm glad to report to you, Chris
1: yeah just waiting for the side cars to go Tim then we'll get on with the podium presentation because it is very very noisy down there a lot of people have stayed around uh, you can as soon as i have done that I'll, I'll hand back straight to you so you'll be able to give the sidecar car uh, grip positions and where they finish in the first race etc and also Rob as well but we're just hanging on here in a minute and a reasonable sort of sized crowd here the temperatures I think lifted just a little bit I've still got the woolly hat on that's the hat report done for the next uh, 10 minutes or so but that was a good race and 101.443 and 20 wins for Mike co's here Around the Coal Asperland circuit, the quickest he's ever gone round here as well, great great enter to his uh, pre-TT and actually thought he'd been here for the Southern 100 at some point as well, I don't know why I had that in my head but all these meetings kind of just equate into one, I believe the car is now here down at the bottom of the return road so the side cars will be heading off uh, very very shortly, I can't see at the moment because uh, the big uh, what's it called grandstand is just uh, in the way so we'll just wait for the side cars to go clear a few of them had a few uh, technical problems the other day. It was a win for uh, Rob Bellis, wasn't it? Uh, Rob Bellis and uh, Trevor Johnson. No, I beg your pardon. Rob Bellis and uh, Glenn Dawson, who took the race win. Tony Thurkle in there as well. And Danny Quirk. So they were the top three uh, the last time around. You can just hear that that same outfit again. I think that's the outfit number 66. You can just hear that thud, 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 thud in the background. You're just picking that up, uh, hopefully on the on the microphone but I think Last Traveller Marshall has just come into position now so we will be on the way very shortly with the pony presentation for the guys the four higher are here ready to go the Senior Post Classics and don't forget the Southern 100 11th to the 14th of July and before that we've got the Post TT races Saturday the 11th of June hopefully you're sticking around for that the Southern 100 all starts on that Monday evening and of course all those races and culminating in the Thursday and the the prize presentation. I'm not sure they're going to have it down the square. They're going to have it in between the George, and uh, not the George, the, the duck and the uh, the Viking or not. I'm not sure where it's going to be. We'll find that out from George and uh, the guys and Rachel. Be nice to have it back in the traditional place where it is as it always used to be from the early days of 1955 down in Castletown Square. Those famous pictures of the first wind has been hoisted onto people's shoulders. You can still see... It used to be Collister's shop, didn't it? Collister's sweet shop on the corner there of Arbury Street and Maloo Street, and then to the right-hand side, but what was Barclays Bank? And obviously the town hall, the old town hall, was where the gym and the coffee shop is now. So that's all changed over these uh, 60-odd years since they've started this event. So I'm just going to wait one more second. I think the last TMs are here now. Got a little bit of noise. Going to see so many Harley spectators have stayed around. I was talking to a fellow before who said there was only about 10 people on the... There we go, the sidecars are on the way now. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the podium presentation for the Four Hire Senior Post Classic Race. Thank you to the guys again for uh, for Four Hire for sponsoring the events. Thank you. That's uh, Richard Kerfee. Thank you, Richard. Off you go. Give him a round of applause, folks. Thank you. Third place, number 118, Andy Saylor. Second place, 21, Joe Yardsley. And his 20th win around Ballown, the Colas Ballown Circuit, the pre-TT Classic, for Mike Hose. Woo! So, well done to our front three. Well done to Andy, well done to Joe, and well done to Mike. Tim,
0: we'll hand it to you for the cars. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, just very quickly, the winners of the race one are on pole. That's uh, Bellis and Dawson. And then it's uh, second row of uh, Lissiman and Child and Quirk and Weston. Third row in the middle will be Thurkle and Johnson. And then the fourth uh, row is uh, uh, Booman and Klinker alongside Dawson and Sims. Well, uh, everybody's getting ready with the paddle boards and uh, the signage and the officials are down ready to do their technical inspections and uh, make sure everyone's in the right place. But in the meantime, just to see the uh, three wheelers around at uh, cross four ways, let's cross out there now to
2: uh, R- Rob Pritchard. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Just waiting to see those uh, sidecars hove interview in the uh, in the distance there. Just hear them making their way round up towards uh, Ballowettstone as well, and uh, they'll be uh, roaring their way through. Be interesting to see with uh, Rob Bellis and Glenn Dawson putting in some uh, imperious speeds and times over the last uh, couple of days as to who might be in the mix to catch them. You'd certainly put uh, Danny Quirk and uh, Dylan Weston in there at uh, number five on the Bellis Vincent, but uh, also just keep an eye on possibly number two, Tony Thurk and Trevor Johnson on the 1070 BMW NRE as well. If they can replicate the late charge they made in the uh, first sidecar race a little bit earlier on, they might be out there to maybe give a bit more food for thought for the front runners here and here comes the travelling marshal, number 4, Rob Bellison, Glenn Dawson, number 47, there is uh, Mark Lissimore, and Rob Sharp, number 5, 2 and 51, 46, 97, 56 all through as well in quick succession and there is uh, number 21, Stefan and Thomas Petrizo, followed by number 10 and that's uh, Wally as and Bob Doughty on the 980 MR equipped BMW, Both of them from uh, German and Douglas, respectively. And a bit of a gap before number eight arrives. That's Greg Lambert, Andrew Haynes on the end. And number 66 here, there's just a stop here, actually, in fact. It's been way past the uh, yellow flag is out. Uh, Just a bit of a, a stoppage here. From number eight, uh, Greg and Andrew Haynes, all is well here. Uh, Just a bit of a stop in the road, maybe just a mechanical issue and uh, also a stop here for number 40, and that is uh, Jose Norbre and Paolo Labarino. All is well, just clearly just uh, just coming to a halt here as uh, both crews are looking to just roll them uh, out of the way as all the other teams made their way uh, safely past here. So the yellow flags have come out just... uh, Temporarily, as they can uh, move themselves, as the rest of the travelling pack make their way towards the start line. There go the two crews, just uh, very uh, casually and smoothly, just uh, pushing them into the uh, side area, well out of the uh, well out of the way. Just uh, look like just a, a bit of a, a bit of a mechanical thing for uh, number eight there, Greg Lambert and uh, Andrew Haynes, and also stopping in behind, as I mentioned, number four to is Jose Nobre and uh, Paolo Lavarino, the uh, French pairing as well. They've just moved things into the side, but it is time to hand back to you, Tim. Yes, so
0: two additional uh, non-starters then, 40 and 8, as uh, Rob's been telling us. The others in the programme, pages 48 to 49, are numbers 3, 17, 69 and 72. So the paddle boards are up with the number of each row and the officials, uh, as per usual, technical officials and the start line officials just uh, checking that everything is uh, correct with the crews and with the machines. Of course, they've had to go through scrutineering, but as we were seeing in the last race, they can uh, overheat a little bit and uh, not be quite right. And sometimes you can just spot a little error. So it is number four that's in pole position, the winners of the first race, as we get ready for this three-wheeling sidecar race two. Number four, Bellis and Dawson. Behind them, it's Lissaman and Child and Quirk and Weston. And it's uh, just about getting ready to go. You can hear the reps going up. The lights are being watched. Once the lights are out, they're underway. And it's a good start from our race leader. Let's go down now to uh, a ooh, bit of an incident. Uh, Chris Kinley. Yeah, just
1: having a little look at that, Tim. I think everything's okay. Actually, Miss What's happening now? don't think it's number four that's got ahead number 66 and 7 and 29 they're all okay but just at the front there it did look to me like number four rob Bellis, who won the first race was back in about fourth or fifth position tim
0: yeah we just had a, a couple at the back that seemed to <laughs> come locked together and i thought they were going to uh cover into the uh, fencing on this side that uh, gladly they've managed to separate and get away uh, but the fairings were certainly uh, more than just touching as they went through on that occasion. As uh, the uh, former long-time word uh, flagman here, Adam Reed, just uh, making gestures about just exactly how close all that was at the back. But yep, it is uh, Bellis and Dawson. At, not got the best of starts but uh, they look to just have a little bit more than the uh, other crews in the practice sessions and in the uh, other racing and it's great that we've got uh, competitors that come uh, from across uh, but we've got Competitors from Belgium and from France and from the Netherlands, from Austria. Really good to see indeed. And uh, a bigger field than we've had in the sidecars for a long time. Well, Certainly the uh, last two starts here uh, at the uh, start-finish have been uh, rather spectacular to say the least. Let's go out to Rob at
2: Cross Ways. Yeah, we'll see what's uh, in store over here as uh, we could just hear them whining their way down through uh, Ballouette Stone as well, just waiting to see who comes into view first. And we have just seen the first cars making their way down to uh, Williams' corner here. One just uh, pulling ahead ever so slightly, and it's number 47 that leads the way, and that's uh, Mark Litz, David Lisserman and Rob Child, and then number 5, 56 on the inside, and 2 as well, 97, 46, 21 and 10 making their way through as well there. So it was number 47, David Lissman, Rob Child on the 1070 JPR BMW who lead through uh, cross four ways here, it was a very uh, tight-knit lovely manoeuvres well, off number 56 Marvin Vermeulen and Jo Kahn, the Dutch newcomers on well, the uh, Triumph Vermeulen, here comes number 29 It's Adam Pope and John Christopher followed by number seven, that's Tony and Sarah Bannister, the two Triumph Thunderbirds coming through uh, one by one, followed by number 66 at the end of the pack here, that's Albert Kruppel and Teresa Camelander, the Austrian duo leading at the back of the pack, so uh, going through cross four ways it was number 47 David Lissman and Rob Child leading through there as they make their way up through uh, Church Bends and start rattling their way towards uh, Great Meadow as well. But it's uh, thrown the cat amongst the proverbial pigeons, I think it's fair to say, on the first lap here. And just coming into view now, here is number four. Oh, there's no time for that. Back to you, Tim.
0: Yeah, he's well down, so uh, got an awful lot of work to do. Three, four bikes into view and a manoeuvre into third. Whoa, they were close together, 56-2 and two there. My word, the adrenaline's flying here, but it is 47 who leads. That's Lissiman and Child in second. It's number five. That's Quirk and Weston. And the gap between them, just 0.3 of a second. And then it was bike number 56. 56 uh, is uh, Vermeulen. I'm pretty certain that is the case. Yeah, Marvin Vermeulen and Juk He's in third with number two, and two is Thurkel and Johnson. They are in fourth, but Johnson was trying to get ahead as they went down the Castletown bypass. And fifth, it's number 97, and that is uh, Bob Dawson and Matthew Sims. Sixth is number 46. That's uh, Andy Nourish and uh, Mikael Lieflang. In 7th, it's number 21. 21 is Stefan Petrazo and Thomas Petrazo. And in 8th position, it's number 10. Uh, And uh, number 10, of course, is uh, uh, the old campaigner Wally Saunders and uh, Bob Doughty. But there's certainly plenty of action. Number 4, Rod Bellis and uh, the previous winners. I'm not sure whether they were going to continue, but they're right at the back bellis and dawson as they've gone through in 13th position this time around but it is number 47 that leads by 0.3 of a second and it's extremely close because it's less than a second back to third and then there was uh, well 0.01 of a second between third and fourth incredible stuff let's go out to cross four ways
2: and rob pritchard well, this is action packed, isn't it? As the uh, first cars make their way down to Williams Corner, and there's uh, three of them, not much to choose between them, but it is number 47, Lissaman and Child, anyway. And here's number two, T- T- Kirkle and Johnson up into second here, ahead of number five, as they all go through and 56 as well. Almost wheel to wheel through there as 97 and 46 make their way through. So uh, David Lissaman and Rob Child still leading through there, but a fantastic maneuver on the outside number two Tony Thurkle and Trevor Johnson up into second through Corner Cottage and roaring their way down but almost not to choose between. the number 10 and that's uh, what he saw Bob Darity on the inside brilliant manoeuvre as they make their way through action packed through cross four ways here and they were followed very closely number five Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston and number 56 Mondaville and Zhao Kahn in there as well number 11 goes past there but uh, nothing to choose between the top four there it's uh, anybody's game at the moment coming through cross four ways at the very least but it was number 47 David Lissman and Rob Child who led the way on the uh, JPR BMW followed by Tony Thurkle and Trevor Johnson at number two on the BMW NRE the Thurston Rochester pair and right on their tail number five Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston on the Bellas Vincent followed by number 56 Marvin Vermeulen and Zhao Kahn on the Triumph Vermeulen back to you Tim
0: Well number two is in fourth place when uh, we last uh, crossed the line here he's now in the lead It is uh, Tony Thurkle and Trevor Johnson who lead by 0.9 of a second from uh, number 47. And 47, of course, is uh, David Lissaman and Rob Child. In third, it's number five, but uh, well, there's only half a second back to them as well. That's Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston. And they're under severe pressure 0.1. Be- behind them in fourth is number 56, and that is uh, Marvin Vermeulen and uh, Jürgen uh, on that 790 Triumph. Uh, so the Dutch pair going really well uh, on their debut here. In fifth position now is number 97, and that is... Uh, Number 97 is, of course, uh, Bob Dawson and Matthew Sims. In sixth position, it's number 46, and that's uh, Andy Nourish and Mikhail Lieflang. In seventh, it's number 21, and that is the uh, Petrazots. In number eight position, it's number 10. Number 10, they're having a good little run out there today, Wally Saunders and Bob Doughty. And ninth is number 11, and that is uh, Mike Cookson and uh, William Morley, and 12th, 11th is through as well, 10th is now up into 10th, number four, that's Rod Bellis and uh, Glenn Dawson, so they're still circulating and uh, up from 13th to 10th, but they've an awful lot to do. 11th is number 29, Adam Pope and John Christopher,
2: let's go to Cross Four Ways and uh, Rob Pritchard. Well, I'm certainly not going to be guessing who's coming over the uh, crest of the horizon next. I really don't want to. And uh, I'm glad I'm not a betting man in this game. Just looking through as they come through where Maggie's got It's number five, Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston lead the way from number 47 and then 56. And number two, Tony Thurkle and Trevor Johnson, they've dropped all the way down to fourth there. So Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston on the Bellis Vincent, they lead through cross four ways from number 47, David Lissman and Rob Child. Here come 97 and 46 in that order as well, and then Marvin Vermulen and Jauch uh, Hahn up into third, and Tony Thurkel and Trevor Johnson who led across the line at number two in the BMW NRE. The first good Rochester pair, and Rochester pairing they're back down to fourth, so it's all changing hands over over the course of the circuit. Here, here come numbers 21 and 10 again. So uh, 21, that's uh, Stefan and Thomas Petzsch on the BMW. Sir, they've got themselves back ahead this time over number 10 the uh, Wally Saunders and Bob Doughty on the Emory Quip BMW here so only knows what's going on between uh, Church Benz and uh, over onto uh, Great Meadow as they head back towards the uh, start finish line but I certainly don't want to be counting any chickens as number 11 comes to Mike Cookson and William Morley back to you Tim
0: Yep, yeah, we've just seen a, a scotch of bikes crossing the bridge, and now they come into view. There's four of them all across, weaving across the road. 5 2, 56, 47 is the order. So <laughs> there's been a different leader every time, and they're on the last lap. So it is now uh, Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston that lead, but it's 0.8 the advantage they have in third. Uh, second place is number two. That's Tony Thurkel and Trevor Johnson in third place. Up into third is 56. And that is the newcomers the uh, from the Netherlands, Marvin Vermeulen and Yu Khan. And uh, fourth is number 47. And 47 is Lissaman and Child as the uh, train heads uh, away. Uh, going from Port Erin through to stopping next at Castletown on its way to Douglas, so a bit further down 5th, 97 and that is, uh, that's that's uh, Bob Dawson and uh, Matthew Sims, in 6th place it's uh, Nourish and uh, Leaflang and in 7th place it is bike number 21 10, Saunders uh, is in 8th position And that's number 11 just through. But at the front there, four bikes are in with a shout. One, if they stay like this on this last lap, one's going to be incredibly disappointed at the end, finishing in fourth and missing out on a podium. But it's five ahead of two, ahead of 56, ahead of 47. Completely different. Retiring now is the previous winners, number four. That's Bellis and Dawson. They are retiring. But goodness knows what's going to happen on this last lap. And Rob you're quite right you'd be foolish to put a bet on in any way shape or form let's go to Rob again for the last time out across
2: four ways yeah thanks Tim how many times can we use the term grandstand finish it's been perfectly justified every time and it's neck and neck almost going through it's number two Tony Thurkle and Trevor Johnson getting themselves in front of Maggie's Cottage and at number five Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston it's still a group of four heading their way through absolute drama through there fantastic so Thurkle and Johnson First through with inches in it on the BMW NRE up into first. Then it was number five, Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston, followed by number 47, Dima for and Rob Chart, number 56, Martha Mullen and Joe Kahn, the uh, Dutch duo, the newcomers right in the mix there. Nothing to choose between those cars through there close enough to almost shake hands going through there wouldn't advise it though as they make their way through uh, Ch- Church Benson back up to uh, Great Meadow you really still cannot call this here um, I think I think if I was e- having any thoughts about being a betting man they've been scuppered by some of the racing today and this race is no exception as number 21 make their way through Stefan and Thomas Petrazo from Belgium and Marienburg respectively they're through as well this could be uh, quite the finale to what has been an absolutely uh, thrilling weekend here Tim and uh, I don't, I don't want to call it, but it's down to you, Tim. Yep, yeah, one, two, three, four into
0: sight, and it is going to be a win for number five over two, and almost a dead heat it seems for third. So uh, it is Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston who take the honours ahead of number two Thurkel and Johnson, and getting the nod by the uh, well. It must have been just the front of the fairing that got ahead. But in third, it's number 47. And that is David Lissaman and Rob Child. Chapeau there to the sidecar crews. That was fantastic entertainment. Let's go to Chris Kinley. Do you know what? I've not seen a sidecar classic race down here for a long, long
1: time. And there's tears of joy for the Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston team. They give themselves a big hug, a big pat on the back. And they all jump in and say, well, well done. Incredible. Let's give you the gap at the end between them. It's a three-wording sidecar race. We want to get on with this, because we want to get the roads open. The gap at the end was uh, 0.278, is that all it was. So 3 quarters of a second between first and uh, second place. So uh, let's get to Danny Quirk, if we can. He's been in this position before, but on the other side of the outfit, We'll let him take the lid off. I don't think Dylan Weston can actually believe it. He just keeps saying, oh, my God. But, Quirky, that'll do, eh? That'll do, yeah. That was a hell of a race. All the that spectators around here love that. That was hard. It's up in place a lot of times. I bet what you were where
5: mean? and when. Everywhere. <laughs> Tony came past a few times. Marvin came past. Well done, Chandler, uh, Lisserman yeah. came past. Oh, oh, it's mint that, yeah. It yeah, it, you were gonna ask me a question, and yeah. what was it? I was gonna ask what happened to Rod, but
1: yeah, Rod went out early doors. I think he got caught up with a couple of people on the line, and then when he came through on the after the first lap, it sounded like he was running about three and a bit.
5: Oh, right, that's a shame
1: because <laughs> if he did, you were you were
5: waiting for him, weren't you? Well, we got we didn't get as good a start as on the uh, Saturday, and uh, give us a bit of work to do, but it worked out okay in the end. <laughs> Certainly has, it, with a big smile on
1: his face. Dylan, how's that then? Just watch your lid in case anybody kicks it. Amazing. Couldn't believe it. You were just sat there that when we came in, you were just crouched on underneath, just yeah. trying to take it in. You were only won by about a couple
5: of hundredths of a oh, second in the end. I was looking behind all race and, you know, it was a battle for first between four bikes and, yeah, unbelievable. i just like to say a big thanks to Dick here, Jane, my brother, everybody who's helped me get around this circuit and, you know, first time here. Yeah, thank you very much have a beer I will do <laughs>
1: good man cheers Tony Thurkle got second place with Trevor Johnson in the chair we'll grab Tony if we can in wherever Tony is is over here that's Trevor okay Trevor that was fun
6: yeah yeah a bit of excitement a bit a bit yeah well there's,
4: there was four of us playing and you got to play
6: haven't you Yeah. you, you
1: got a grandstand view of it you were looking behind seeing what sort of moves we made some good moves Uh Yes, one or two, um, yes. Yeah, oh dear. <laughs> As Derry Kiswick would say, "Is the Purple Helmets, trouser-clenching moments.
2: Oh, you could say that. It yeah, was. Yeah, good yeah, fun, yeah. though. Oh, very good,
1: yeah. We were all hoping you were
6: going to get the win, Tony, though. Oh, God.
1: Try, boys. If I am not missed a gear, oh. that was it.
6: Oh, could you miss a key? corner oh. over there? And I went,
0: wah,
6: ba ba And then Danny just snuck past and couldn't get past. Hey, that's the future. It is, kids, kids, yeah. How much long, longer can us all sods keep going? That's we want you to keep going. What are interesting to watch then, I Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The crowd are going nuts. Um, Rod, we had a bit of a coming together. He tried to go around outside of me on first lap, and he bent his gear change. Ah, but it, it sounded like it was running on three as well. Oh, uh, yeah, well, he didn't get offline very well. Yeah, No, there was kind of a bit of a to-do on the line as yeah, well. Yes, yeah. So that was... Uh... Interesting work to what say the least. What about the young lads in third place, uh, Lysman and Rob Child? Oh, there, oh eh? yeah. Well, I race against Lissaman fairly often because we both don't see MC Championships and we yeah. go to Jardine and Shimmy yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And we've had some right battles. It's, we've had some right good deals, haven't we, Dave? Yes, it's every every time, every race
4: we uh, we're always <laughs> stuck together talk well, about literally f- sometimes yeah talk about
6: the first race
4: um yeah. well i just got a bit over ambitious <laughs> 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 ambition overcome ability, but uh, we made up for it i think this time so. did you enjoy that four-way battle i was amazing i mean that's what what everybody comes here for isn't it so you can't ask for more than that and
1: to do that sort of thing on the roads
4: it's not a circuit is 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 hard work it, it's really hard work and you've got to have real trust in the people you're racing with <laughs>
1: you um, know, look at the experience you're around you know you're going to get good
4: experience and even quirk even though he's a young lad yeah well that's it I mean we're we're, we're the newcomers really so uh, although a bit older than Danny but uh, yeah it's uh, yeah you've got to have trust in everybody and there's some great boys out there and great racing it's proved it today hasn't it so, well
1: done thank you thanks David thanks very much and uh, we'll speak to Rob Child again Rob Hello, you man, got a grandstand you? view of that
4: what about it yeah yeah MAGA um, anyone any one of us four could have won that um literally he's overtaking lap after lap every corner was a different place and that different person in front of us and yeah, we just, just out-dragged the Dutch boys, just coming onto the start-finish line by maybe a wheel length or something, so yeah, it made up for Saturday's mishap, didn't it? Oh yeah, a little bit of a hoo-hoo.
1: What happened on Saturday? Just a bit uh, overexcited? Yeah, just on the power a bit too early, coming out of Balabeg and
4: we just hit the rector cell and it just spun us round and threw us out, so yeah, no, no damage really, just a screen and a, and a bent gear lever, but no... And this makes mean, up for it. Oh, absolutely! Best race I think I've been ever been in that. So, yeah, it's mega, mega. Well done.
1: So, thank you very much. Thank you. Well Cheers. done, bud. Cheers and enjoy it. So here we go, folks. We'll get ready to go with our final presentation here at the Blackford Financial Services Pre TT Classic, some Isles. I think we're ready to go. Sorry, Connie. Chris Beaumont from the Three Wheeling Guys is here. Hopefully, uh Yeah, let's get the guys up. Guys, if you can come on up, please for the presentation. That works. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get our three crews up on here, please. I'll hand back to you, Tim, in a minute to tidy things up. In third place, number 47, David Lissaman and Rob Child. Well done, guys. And as you can hear, the roads are open in the background. Second place for Tony Thurkle and Trevor Johnson. And a first-time race winner around Blowne as a driver. Number five, Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston. Well, I think you'll agree that's one of the best races we've had here all weekend. Well done to David Lissman and Rob Child for third. Second place to Tony Thurkle and Trevor Johnson. And your race winners, getting the champagne and getting the garlands from Chris, from the three-wheeling guys, Chris Beaumont. Danny Quirk and Dylan Weston. There you go, Tim. That wraps it up from us down here. We're
0: hot-footing it now off to the TT Grandstand. We'll see you later. Thanks ever so much, Chris Kinley, for the sterling work he's put in over the three days of this Blackford's Financial Services pre-TT classic road race meeting well let's uh, get the final thoughts and uh, well what he thinks of uh, racing down here at Boulogne as a commentator he's done a great job out there really has Rob Pritchard
2: yeah thanks Tim I can honestly say uh, hand on heart we've, uh, we've been absolutely blessed with some fantastic entertainment haven't we this is what we just love about Road Racing on the Isle of man and we 've uh, had to wait so long for it, but it is back, and it 's been back with a bang as well hasn 't it? Some uh, fantastic racing out here, and uh, that sidecar race that final lap was just a fitting end to what 's been such an entertaining weekend. Those four cars going through past a corner cottage here with uh, virtually nothing between them apart from millimeters at times here uh, drew a big round of applause from the crowd round here, and why wouldn 't it It was an absolutely thrilling. Final race and uh, congratulations to the winners there, Danny Quirk and uh, Dylan Weston on what was such a hotly contested lap by lap of count in that uh, second sidecar race. I'd heard nothing but good things about the uh, Belound course, the racers, the officials, and all the fans down here, and it's certainly lived up to the billing from uh, my perspective. A thoroughly enjoyable weekend down here and. Uh, Let's hope for uh, more of the save, in, more of the same, I should say, in the uh, in the racing to come. No doubt we'll have uh, plenty more uh, entertainment and surprises in store. But uh, I must say, it's been an absolute pleasure to be down here on my uh, debut on the Belown course. In place of, of course, uh, Roy Moore, who has uh, stepped away and done an absolutely unbelievable job uh, in his time in this role. And as I said, right at the very beginning, I know there are some very big boots to fill, but I've uh, certainly done my best to try and get, uh, get a flavour of what's been down here at Cross Four Ways. I hope you've uh, been able to experience it as well. An absolute privilege and uh, hopefully see you again very soon. Back to you, Tim.
0: You've done a sterling job, Rob. Well done indeed, and thanks very much for all your work. And, uh, well, what a day. One of the most exciting days of uh, classic road racing that I've had the pleasure to commentate on down here. Really has been terrific stuff. Well done to uh, everybody who's played a part, the marshals, the medics, uh, the organising club of course, race control and uh, down there at the clubhouse to Phil Edge who so admirably looks after uh, the media but everybody involved, you know who you are. And a big thank you as well to the Manx Radio engineers for their work in setting everything up down here at the Coles course. And my thank for their help as well here to Beth Espy and to Alex Brindley. And with that, it's been a breathless day. Let's head back to Broadcasting House.